When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right, we're back. Another episode of Kidder Street Noise, and it's the big one this week. The FA Cup preview. Everyone's excited for Sunday's game. We're all going, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Early start Sunday. Yeah, very early. Eight o'clock. From the pub, so. Are you getting there? I'm driving. I'm driving down to take a little girl and wife who's a Chef Wednesday fan, so. It's a win win. She won a Wednesday top. <laughs> no. Well, her mum's got a pub on Bramble Lane. She's big Chef United. Well, she isn't. The fella is. So yeah. it's like park on there. So is that it's a home case pub? of yeah, it's a massive home pub and like trying not to get beat up on me. Yeah, well, well, Jesse's mum says don't come in. If you win, definitely do not come in because yeah. <laughs> I will be. I'll be on guard, mate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't even want to think about it. People keep saying like, "Oh, what are you gonna do for win?" Like, yeah, it's Sunday night. It's just like I don't even want to think about it. I can't think about what's going to happen if we're going to win. All I can think about is like, right. Just Let's just get to the yeah. game. I'm trying my best not to think about it, but you can't help it, can you? Yeah, out Sunday night. <laughs> out Sunday night, out Monday morning. <laughs> I'll, see you, I'll see you Wednesday, though. See you a week on Tuesday. <laughs> um, but yeah, this podcast is going to be a long one. Lots to talk about, um, lots to preview, but we need to go back over last week, which has been a so-so week. Yeah. If we recorded this podcast on Saturday, it would have been gutted. Yeah. Not gutted. Deflated. Just a downer after how disappointing a night it was at Stoke. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with the Stoke result. Did you go to Stoke, Dan? I didn't. I was at the 50th. Yeah. Did, did you watch it, though? I watched the first half in, in there, and then at 2 0, I was like, right, tequila rolls there, please, go <laughs> man. Put the music channel on, please, <laughs> Karaoke, American Pie, I'm out of here. Awful performance. Yeah. Awful performance. They were just a bad. I don't know. I, would, I don't know whether it was just me. I was weren't in the mood for it at all. I can't get excited to go to Stoke. I've been that many times. We've been battered every time I've gone. And like we stopped off in his 
village called Congleton. Yeah, it was like, a very strange place, really. first bar we went in, we're like, we're like an acoustic band playing songs I've never heard. <laughs> like, Lord, of, it were an NPC bar. Like, the people in there had no personalities whatsoever. Yeah, and it, it, was, it was all like crafts, craft beers. Craft and, beer, yeah. yeah so it got it was... a pint of cider, it were like, dishwater. <laughs> you know, like, all the stuff that gets stuck when you get like, onions strapped <laughs> the sink and stuff. It was just that, but I was like... I took like a mouthful of it. I thought I can't drink any more of that. So we went into like another bar. Got back on bus. And then went away at Better Three Six Five. And the rest of the night we just Horrendous. just got Good even worse. Though, by the way, yeah, I think we took yeah. about two thousand, didn't we? Yeah. Just short of two thousand. Which for Friday night on Sky, I know I've been in good form and everything, but. It's- Good following. Stalk is is cold in the best of days anyway. Yeah. You know, high to summer it's freezing, but <laughs> on a Friday night when it's just snowed as well. Stalk and Preston train station. <laughs> oh, Preston <laughs> train station. The two coldest places though. We um, so the, where our seats were is like right in the top right corner if you're looking at the away end. So we were behind the the metal shuttering at the side if you will. So it weren't too bad where we were stood, but feel sorry for the people out in the middle of the away end because that once that wind picked up it were absolutely bolting. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I've still, I've, this is honest truth. I've still not seen a score at Stoke. Not <laughs> seen a score. Three no down. Season where we won one nil, but as soon as third goal went in, I went straight downstairs. Yeah, I just had enough. I just, I went in the mood anyway. And then I got went outside, got a hot dog, sat on coach, <laughs> and someone. It's three one. I'm like, ha, ah, very funny. And they're like, no, it's three one. I'm like, ah, fair enough. And they're like three two, and then there were people like running to get back in guard. I just thought. Even if we equalise, I'm not, I'm still not happy with pointing at Stoke. Yeah, I've been happy with equaliser, but I wouldn't have been like running back at ground like up pitch and like buzzing to get a point. At <laughs> I, went, I went at twentieth place Stoke. Like, it weren't that big of a deal. Um, but yeah, the amount of times I've been, the first four times we went, we didn't have a shot on target, and then the first time I didn't go in the prem was when Rashina scored the worldie. Yeah, and then since then I've just never gone. Apart from Friday night. I don't think I've, I've, I've been a couple of times I haven't seen us win either. So, but I haven't been since we've been in Championship, I don't think. So, mm-hmm. so what went wrong Friday? Talk us through it. We just gave them way too much space. Um, uh, the, the opportunities that they, they got, especially in that first half, could have be, been like four or five nil at the time. They, had, <clears throat> they obviously hit bar before they scored. And then they had a penalty appeal, which was wrongly... Um, wa- yeah. waved away in but my opinion. two penalties really um, we had my robes glasses on <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah just we looked like we'd gone back into a shell you know we just didn't look confident at all um, I was scared of him yeah um, probably what you could call an away performance that we'd associate more with like the first half of the season um yeah, we saw like Coventry and Wigan and Burnley games like that. Um, yeah, it was just all too easy for them. Why? Why is that though? Like, why can we just go from bullying teams like against Sheffield United, we were on top from the first minute, and even though Sheffield United are a bigger team than us, we bullied them for ninety minutes yeah. against the most Tony Pulis team I've ever seen. Sheffield United, yeah, just pumping it forward. Everyone's, everyone's six foot three. Yeah, but I think Sheffield United have always been like that, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. I mean, Billy Sharp, like he brings average down, but, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, he, but his attitude just brings it up to the like, <laughs> Yeah, he's horrible, isn't he? I was not been banned for that punch, by I the know, way. Yeah, should have been. That's the worst. That, that well, I mean, the referee. <laughs> it's not the worst referee you've seen in, in, in yeah. a while because there's always a bad one every single week in EFL. Every game, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I think obviously the bit that I watched from the Stoke, I was only watched the first half, and third midfield is it's Smallbone, who's the little guy, the tall lad, Josh Lawrence from yeah. Reading. They're See, just, I wanted us to sign him at summer because he was free from Reading. So they ran the show. Yeah, they just out muscled. They were just they were just a step ahead, I think. Smallbone's a very good player yeah. looking at him. Very yeah. leggy, good looking as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the goals, I thought. So like a lot of people are like blaming Dolan for not tracking back and stuff. And there is like, if the fullback scoring at back post, yeah, you need to look at the winger. But I just think Pickering's gone too far inside. I think when you're man marking like that, once you get into the box or in and around the penny spot, it becomes positional after that. You've got to pass them on the one, yeah. Yeah. So I think as a fullback, if you're at the back post, you shouldn't go back past the back post. Like if, as soon as the young man goes further inside than that, you're either telling Hayam or telling Carter. Yeah. Like left shoulder, right shoulder, whatever. You can't be running all the way into the penny spot with him because you're leaving a massive gap behind you. Probably the yeah. most dangerous place to score from as well. And obviously he's done it twice for, for both um, uh, Hoover's goals. I just think, like, it's frustrating because Dolan's going to get the blame for it. I just think in them situations, you can just position... It's going to be hard. Like, if, if three of their players run into the penny spot, I still trust Hayam to win the header over three of them. Yeah. If the cross comes in. I mean, would you say, do you think Dolan probably a bit, a bit leggy? I don't know. He's had played a lot of football. Yeah, he's which for him, he hasn't yeah. done yeah. consistently for Rovers. You know, I know, I mean, no one could argue with the team. No, no. he had to play the same team. Yeah, you could change it. He warranted anything. that from that performance, you know, obviously previous, but, you know, obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? We can look back and go, why could he have dropped him? But it gets for a lot of running, Dolan, doesn't it? So... I mean, if it had swapped him for Diaz or... What are you attracting back? Yeah, like I mean, you don't know, do you? You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's all, like you said, hindsight's a wonderful thing. It's all hypothetical. It, don't really know, do we? No. It's just, we're just making it up. Um, the Gale handball at 2-0. Oh, my God. Yeah. Saved him. He's, um, he's saved him. I just don't understand what the rest... Should be a penalty. Like, he's got the clearest view of it as well. He, he's looking. How can you not give it? I mean, I think does the first two for Stoke that he's not given does that affect his I mean, decision? One of them Stoke still score from that phase of play, so do you go it's counts? And that one was probably a bit more clear. Yeah. So you think right? Okay, well, yeah, sure, a but the score from that phase of play, always is a stonewall and it's a game changer. At yeah. two one, that game's just before, before half time. That game's completely different. Yeah. And then even if you you know I know you said that points at Stoke, whatever, a point would be better than nothing. Would have been better than nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I think like even now, now we're recording it. Yeah, we're annoyed Friday night, annoyed all weekend about it. But you look at the other results since then. Stoke have picked up quite a lot, and I've keep saying that like, all season. I've said are they going to make a later playoff yeah. push? Are they going to make? And eventually, Alex Neal will get it right, and there will be a top championship I, team. I think next yeah. year they'll be up there. Definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I know you don't probably. I, I watched last. Sec- most of the second half against Middlesbrough midweek. Stoke. Should have won that game. Yeah, they should have been on top. Mostly. You know what I mean? And Middlesbrough are like... And Middlesbrough goal came team. through Ben Pearson's mistake. It yeah. weren't like Middlesbrough carved them off. And all the, chance, all the clear-cut chances so, were from Stoke's side. You know, yeah, we've lost. You know, that three-two result flattered us, really. Because it should have been more to yeah. Stoke. They, yeah. they could have had it put to bed. They should have had it put to bed by four or five at all time. Because we were horrendous that first half. But, um, you know... Like I said, they will be up there next year, definitely. They'll be my tip for next season. Apart from us. <laughs> if we're still here. We'll be already up there. <laughs> about that. 
Um, so yeah, we followed the start result up with a a good win at home. Would you say? Yeah. Um, the Reading game was obviously last was, night. We're recording this on Thursday, so last night it's two one win against Reading. Many hard work. Didn't we? Yeah, a weird one. You come off like you come off almost shaking your head because you're just like, why can't we just do it the easy way? You know, yeah. <laughs> we could be falling up before the other shot. We yeah. are. Crying out for a striker. Oh. And I think we have been most of the season, haven't we, obviously? But, I mean, if we had, I don't know, like a classic Georgian Road, someone like Jocker that. Jockeres. You know what I mean? We'd have been, we, we'd, we'd have been flying. We'd, we'd have been top two, I think. Because that's all we're missing. Is that, that many games where we've won nils or, you know, like, like the Birmingham at home and, you know, even when I was in the cup and stuff and, and they, they brought it back. But um, they're the games you look at yeah. where you think we'd, we'd have put that to bed. Because we've had so many chances, a lot of them not necessarily clean cut, but were them half chances were like a rose, like your or whatever. They put them to bed. Do you know what I mean? And I just think like the rest of the top six have all got that one player. I know Diaz has still got quite a few goals this season, yeah. and he's back to scoring ways now, like yeah. two in his last two. Um, I just think so. Like Luton, they've got Morris, aren't they? Who seems to score every week. Um, I mean, Sheffield United have got quite a few number yeah. nines that all seem to pop up with goals. So like, NJ's gone off the bottle a bit. Borough have got Archer and Akpom. Um, and we just, like, I mean, Gallagher, he offers a lot to the team and people have said, like, we win a lot more games with him than we do without him. Yeah. yeah. But I just think, like, if, you, like could get, gone, if you could get someone with that work rate who can also score goals, then I think yeah. it puts you miles up there instead of pottering about on the edges. I think there were, there were a chance in second half for Gallagher. And unless you, if you passed it or it, it was like a snapshot where you think if that was anybody else, they'd just put it net. But he, he just, he did lose a lot on the ball, I feel like. I don't know if he's, sometimes because he's running that much, his brain's just not keeping up with his feet. <laughs> I just think he's a bit dim. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's the difference between being a great player and a, an okay player. See, a lot of people go on about his work rate and like how he does defensively, but I think he's he's dimmed defensively. Yeah. How many times does he close someone down and they just cut inside? No one get last I night. I think he's tracking back for Stoke's third goal. I mean, how, how he didn't stop that ball coming into the box. Uh, yeah. So I, I, the, I, the I, second I goal was bad as well because he fell over one of their players and, and then just looked at ref like <laughs> the guy yeah. who crossed the ball with five yards from me could have got back up and challenged the cross and made it a lot harder. And then the third goal, yeah, like he's, he's wriggled through him so easily. I but mean, the one last night towards the Riverside where he's run across and like the guy is more or less on the touchline and he's gone to fake it like, like he's going to clear it down like cut inside. Gallagher's stuck his leg out. He, 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 nearly, he nearly hurdled the advertising <laughs> boards. They're like, what are you trying to block? If he he's going to kick it that way, him. then let him kick it that way. Why are you trying to block it? He's gone out of play. I think we've obviously played at the right for ages to me under Morbin. A little bit under JT as well, but like <coughs> I just spent the last time I've just been calling him like the world's tallest fullback, like right back. Him, him and Dan Burton make it like the big class, <laughs> won't they? Dan Burton at left back, Gallagher at right back. You know what I mean? Because they'll run up and down that wing all day. But it's, for, for me, sometimes Gallagher would sooner run and make a last ditch tackle like 40 yards away from our goal than shoot. It doesn't shoot enough for me. No. And, and we've seen before, like yeah. instinctively, sometimes when he doesn't think about it, as like the, the goal against Borough last yeah. year, yeah. Yeah. doesn't think about it. Snapshot, bottom corner is when he has time on the ball and time to run through, and, yeah. he's, and his head's probably going bang, bang, bang. It's like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's not, Rain, not Rain Man. It's the film got mathematicians and stuff. Is it Rain Man? 
I'm going to call it before your time. Classic. Um, goodwill hunting, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, all the calculations going through his brain whilst he's running through one on one rather than thinking about putting the ball in the back of the net. Um, but yeah, last night he's, he's sprinting about, and I just think in training, the, the players do it too. The people just cut him and Craig turn him 24 times a day. <laughs> like he's just running about, sweating his tits off, like struggling, yeah. <laughs> struggling for breath. Um, what else did we put about the notes from last night? So I mean, to be fair, let's give him some credit. That assist, you know. Yeah, it was. If it bounces off the defender's shin, though, you feel oh, right, that's it. Yeah. You know, you're not pitch, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that ends up in arms, aren't you? So like the defender, it was poor defending, really. It oh, weren't tight to, it weren't behind him or anything. It just allowed him to do it. And yeah, it were a good assist, good weight on it, good finish from hedges. But if I, if I'm Reading's manager, he's getting lynched after game. <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you doing? Like, why are you just stood there? Have, have you seen Paulins' comments, by the way? Yeah. Did he watch the end? We were just talking about this. What do you get love? Is that end to end? We were, we, we were more likely to win that game when we got to 1 1. And then he said something but, about after we equalised, Rovers just kept kicking out of play. No, you you kicked out of play. Your guy went down injured. He went down for four minutes. Yeah, he went, You yeah. subbed the two furthest players away from you to waste as much time as possible. Like, it weren't us kicking out of play, the ball was never in play because of your decisions. I, I think, like, he said, like, after the equalised, there was, like, a apprehension, like, in the ground. And to be fair, there were, but that was kind of out of a... It, it was frustration at the fact we hadn't scored but more goals better. before they equalised. And yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think it was nervous, like, oh, my God, Reading can win it. It was more like, we should have, we should have yeah. won this game already. It yeah. weren't like, oh, my God, they've scored one, they might it, score It was like a panic out of, like, oh, my God, we might drop points where we really shouldn't have, Yeah. rather than, like, oh, my God, they're all over us here. You know, it was never... That corner at last minute, though, shit me up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but it always yeah, does. I was stood next to the most negative guy. I mean, you're a negative guy, but this guy was well negative. Cheers, Dan. It was like, literally, we're just going... It was just going, when it was 1-0, I mean, not scored. And it were like, how we not put this bed, but he's going, we're going to lose this game. And then the score is like, told you, they're going to score again. Said it would come in, they're going to score again. It was just, and it was just like five minutes. Of like just he had 2-1 ready on his bets. Like, <laughs> just five minutes when they went in, it was like, I knew it was going to happen. Said we're going to lose, we're going to lose. And it was just constant. I was like, if you're going to be like that, just don't come to the home. Yeah, don't come, that, come, yeah. Just don't Sit at home, more like you tell you. Sit at home, watch it on TV I've, and just... The guy behind us made yeah, it last yeah, night. One thing so Unbelievable reactions to everything. <laughs> like, it's like it's, it's a routine cross into boxing. It's like, <laughs> Honestly, nearly deaf for me about four times. Like, <laughs> <"What's your heart?" laughs> I remember my first game as well. Like, sort of falling off roof or something. And then someone got, someone got tackled, didn't they? Someone got tackled. He went, Whoa! <laughs> that WWE commentator sat behind him. Oh like, my God, GI! It, it was like a 50 50 in the over, like two players went up for header. It was like a guy like, like 10 rows behind us. Like, it was just like, ooh! That's what I'm about. <laughs> Calm down, mate. It's not, like, not that exciting. Um, how good was Sam Swanich last night? Yeah. It's quality, wasn't it? I mean, I was, to be fair, yeah, I was like, when he got to one, I was like, take him off, rest him for Sunday, get him off that pitch. Yeah. Because he will run, run himself into the ground, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and it, I mean, he does anyway. That's his He's like play. a wasp, isn't he? But, um, like a little wasp. But like, I'll. I mean, obviously, we were last night. I worry for Dak getting back in that team. You can't, you can't take him out, can you? You don't think Dak could play in Gallagher's position? I mean, there's some of the chances in the box. That was that was scored a hat-trick yesterday. Well, last the, night. the one where 
um, the two defenders lie down and clear it over the ball. Yeah. I think that just cuts like yeah, um, takes two of them out game. Rounds keeper goes back, <laughs> does all three of them again, and puts it in bottom. Like the yeah, one where Diaz um, brings it down at the back post and then shoots and gets blocked. Yeah, um, that one as well. I think. I just uh, I think Dak has scoring. composure, doesn't it? Yeah, like you can't teach that as well. That's no. the most annoying thing. Isn't yeah, it? it must be frustrating for Thomas and the kind of player that he was to like see them chances last night and probably. Yeah. I'd have, I'd have scored that. I'd have scored, <laughs> yeah. I'd have scored that. Let me, let me scored that. <laughs> Doing match analysis today, like, honestly, you are absolutely bobbing down. I'm playing Sunday. Yeah. Doing shit. I was assuming it's like, lads, like, come on. <laughs> Just put it in. The Diaz one as well, where Gallagher flicks it back inside to him. And I would keep him. And I thought, Lumley played well last night. I remember before we played him away, he had an absolute stinker against someone. I think they got beat 4 0 at home. Yeah. And all four of them were his fault. And I was saying before the away game, like, oh, I've got a dodgy keeper, like, put balls on him, like, um, obviously we got beat that game. But last night, he actually proved me wrong, he actually had a, a really good I game. Mean, I felt like he had a good game, but do you not think a lot of the shots were just straight at him? Yeah. I think our shooting was like, poor. There was one where... Like a double the save D- and they're all at him. Yeah, the Diaz chance where he comes out, blocks Thomas's shot, and then comes out and grabs the ball under pressure from Pickering. I think that's good goalkeeper. Yeah. To get yeah. back up, like, three times yeah. and... Yeah. Go on, grab the ball. I just <laughs> a lot of the shots were at him. I just yeah. think it was probably poor shooting from us. Yeah. I'm not saying well, that because I think I, did, I do think he had a good game, but I do think a lot of the shots were just directly at him. I think it was just right there. Free kick in first half. Oh yeah, they went almost always top tier of Blackburn. Yeah. The guy who like literally cleared it like it's upper tier. Yeah, it was horrendous, wasn't it? Like, Unbelievable. I, I had subbed him. They should have been subbed. Oh, yeah, yeah. He then scored the other day, so it was the same player scored, but. But I just think, like, who are you to grab the ball off someone and say, I'm having this one? Yeah. And then, like, I mean, it's bad when they don't hit the target, but you could have put 10 nets on top of each other. It weren't going <laughs> yeah. in, were it? Um, like you said about the, the shots being straight at each other, one of them, one of Gallagher's in first start off where I think Thomas lays it back oh, to him and he yeah. hits it. And Lumley was stood like that and he hit it right in the middle of his thumbs. Like, yeah. he, he couldn't have placed it any better. He just went, Dush. And it's not like either side of the goalkeeper it's in. So that's someone's like, Gallagher, you're tenor. Have you? <laughs> yeah, I just put, put it right there again. Um, and then the free header from in the first half from the door, and I thought you should have scored then. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's, but I'll it's, take two one wins like that for us oh, now to end the season. Well, yeah, and I think... My heart won't, but I will. I just thought last night were an opportunity, and probably Thomas would have thought the same of helping a goal difference a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. our goal difference is shocking compared to everybody around us. And the fact is, if it does go down to to goal difference we're, we're out in the playoffs you know what I mean that's, yeah. that's one thing where you're, you're that frustrated that we hadn't gone like say 4 or 5 nil before they scored and you, and you come off the ground like telling yourself like don't matter we still won like, just forget about it but yeah. it's like, at the same time you're like goal three difference points, points goal difference yeah. Get it, <laughs> yeah. it back in the yeah. Yeah. plus I three just, yeah. I just think the yeah I know what you mean about goal difference when you look at the results from the other midweek games just getting the three points is massive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, well, you you see the point, teams below us dropping points. At one like, point last night, it looked, it looked horrendous, didn't it? Because I think Norwich were winning. Yeah, West uh, Brom were winning. winning. Coventry so, were winning. Yeah, so, yeah, again, hindsight's one of the things, but that three points were massive, but it were a must. If we wouldn't have won yesterday, I'd have been in a bad... I'd have, I'd have, I'd have gotten into one of it. Trading ticket. Trading ticket for Sunday. Um... Before we go on to Chef United game, we're going to talk about club matters. Some negative stuff for a bit. Why aren't season, <laughs> why aren't season tickets out yet? 
I've just seen something from Rick Shaw. I've not seen it. But apparently, they've been they've been um, signed off. Uh, they've been they're ready. They've just been signed off by owners for next season. Right. So okay. take from that what you. So want. not out then. Yeah. So not out. But <laughs> so I'm, nothing's changed. I don't know if you've talked. Oh, yeah, they've been signed off from owners. Come out thirty first of July. Yeah. <laughs> First league game seventh of August. Buy them then. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what you I've talked about them or not, but. Question me, what would what, what what's your ideal pricing? Um, early bird ticket. If it, if you come out now, like they come out tomorrow, two hundred and fifty quid, all round. Yeah, hundred and fifty quid at Riverside. Adults and then kids. Like, don't really matter about kids. It's not really adding to you um, financially. It's not massive, is it? Because there's going to be more adults than kids buying tickets. Yeah. Um. And then I think once you get up to like, well, past the early bird, like new people buy, and then it's like 299 around the ground, 200 quid at Riverside. I think this should, like Riverside should always be cheaper tickets than the rest of the ground. And all people who sit in the Riverside like it and they say it's what they prefer or whatever. But I just think that the quality of seat you get and the the, the facilities you get in the Blackman End, Jack Walker and Darwin End are a lot better than what you get in Riverside. Yeah. So, and the price should reflect that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all part around the same. I, I don't understand all these brackets of 18 to 25 or whatever it is. Students, I think it should just be a flat 250, but just all around for adults and then 50 quid a kid. But I, I mean, mean, for like 18 to 21 on students are 200 quid anyway, so like, you know, it's not like you're saving, well, I mean, no, you, I you will, but you're saving money on this season's prices. Just, just, but then, like, just the ticket price, and it's like, I think, who do we play when it were like, you have like, there were loads of different brackets of pricing. That's just a ball ache, isn't it? Yeah. Because have an adult price, as soon as you're 18, it's 20 quid, whatever. And if you're under 18, it's, it's fucking tenner. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, West Brom had a good initiative this year. They did, if we were paying scenes ticket, it was like a next generation thing, up a pound for a kid. Yeah. Well, that's that's a good initiative. You know, if, you know, say I've got a child, people have a child, I think, I think it would be 90 quid for her this year. It's a lot of money, that. You know what I mean? On top of your scenes ticket, it might be 60. Well, either way, but it's a lot more than top of to get as well, isn't it? Yeah. Fans are quid. Considering they're not going to go to all the games as well, like, usually like kids don't come to midweek yeah. games because of the time of it and stuff. Like, you're only really getting half the games in a championship, yeah. aren't you? So, so you're literally paying like £9 a game. You're paying I, just, £9. I just feel like if you had at 250 quid, more people are more likely to part with 250 quid than 400 quid, 500 quid. And the fact is, more people you have, to me, more bums on seats, like more shirts, you're selling more food, you know, there's yeah. more of a revenue. It just... It just seems like common sense. I feel like Waggot clearly doesn't have that. I know what Rob's going to say now. <laughs> well, we ain't very shirts. So. Well, that's another thing. <laughs> that, so way, it was also mentioned they only ordered 12,000 shirts yeah. um, this year, which I think is abysmal. You, they didn't sell that last year. so I, But then, I, I, again, it comes back to this thing that he doesn't want to waste any money. And I think... So, like, if you ordered 20,000... If you, and like you're selling them at sixty quid throughout the whole season, aren't you? So like you get you're always going to get your money back if you sell ten thousand. Say yeah. they're not paying full whack on they to get them in retail from Macron. No. I mean probably like fifty p from Macron. I mean that's it state of them. They see the badges <laughs> flipping off like panini stickers on chest. <laughs> yeah, mine's um, actually come off, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quick badge upside down right, at Wembley. <laughs> yeah. Badge back on the semi. Got to close up and get it. But like, so you say you had eight thousand left at the end of the season. Well, you just you're dropping down to fifteen quid, dropping down to ten quid. The people are buying still because people like collect shirts and stuff. And even like people that aren't Rovers fans, there's, there's like a massive 
people love replica shirts now, don't yeah. they? People wear them for yeah. podcasts, people wear them, well, yeah, like, mystery boxes and stuff. Yeah, like, secret shirts to that. So, <clears throat> yeah. some, some random person in Portugal will get a load of shirt, because that's what I've been buzzing with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, they'll probably look at, like, if, I, I say it, like, I see, I watch a lot of uh, football manager YouTubers who might, like, manage a random team in Russia, and whilst they're doing the YouTube save, they'll buy the team's shirt and wear it for the save. So, like, a random Ukrainian kid I don't know why Ukraine seems to be head first. <laughs> might, be like, might be like managing us on footy manager and go, oh, I want to buy the shirt. I like yeah. the blue and white arms. And they look online, 60 what? quid, 20 quid delivery. Yeah. All right, so yeah, but it's you. a distinctive shirt. It's not your standard red shirt, blue shirt. You know, yeah. it's it's an unusual shirt to have. So it has value, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you say to people like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, 12,000, I think, is poor. I don't care what they sold last year. Like, that is poor. Yeah. I think the worst thing about last year's one was because um, obviously the sponsors changed halfway through. Yeah. The second sponsor was awful. And, and then they yeah. put it over it. And it yeah. yeah. It just didn't look right at all. But I mean, what 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 you saw? If you only ordered twelve thousand. What you reckon? Eight thousand home shirts, three thousand away shirts, and then probably a thousand red shirts because there weren't many of them red shirts. Not many people have them red shirts. I'd yeah, I don't wonder what value. percentage they won because I think. I'd probably say the red one was probably the most popular when it came out. I mean, well, the, the, the home shirt is always going to be like the most popular one because everyone wants that one. But I think out of the three designs, that, the red one was probably the most unique one and probably the nicest one. Yeah. yeah. And if I were to buy a shirt, I would probably buy that one. Um, do you think we'll get more shirts if we get to Wembley? Probably not. Which See, I it's shocking. I know we keep talking about like what's going to happen on Sunday and like we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but if we do win on Sunday, you're going to have 30,000 Rovers fans going to Wembley, no matter what. Yeah. So like, and only 12,000 of them, at the max, are going to have a home shirt. So that looks bad on the club, I think. It's going to be a hot, hot day, like end of April. Most people, I mean, most people won't wear the shirts, but... A lot of people that are buying tickets and don't usually go to games will buy a home shirt for that yeah. game. They'll probably they're missing a trick, aren't they? But they'll probably come out with some top, and it'll be, I don't know, Wembley final, semi final. You know what I mean? They'll come out with some crappy thing at tenner. See, this is what I mean. Like we said, if you buy more of the shirts in, if you do get to a semi final or anything like that, you just put the embroidery on the badge. Hundred quid a shirt. People would pay it. Yeah, like a centenary shirt or whatever. Like people would pay it all the time. Just. Just don't think about it. We said this before, haven't we? Like, um, if you order more shirts at the start of the season, and we use like the playoff example, if you get to playoff final, just put like Rovers versus, I don't know, Middlesbrough, like yeah, 20, 29 for me. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just, it, it's for, for us on the outside looking <coughs> in, it looks like easy money, doesn't it? Yeah. It just looks like you print it, it's a license to print money. Yeah, but I just feel like, like we're talking here now about things and it's things they could have done and should do you know even just seeing tickets and the rest of it but it feels like they're just out of touch you know Steve White is, is, is well off well off the pace of Blackburn yeah as a whole Blackburn and Darwin like the demographic of it he's miles 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 away but the other clubs like the, the other clubs round here are doing it well Preston have done it well this season Bolton are doing well this season Bolton just sold 30,000 tickets for the Papa John's Trophy final yeah and guarantee they'll be I think selling shirts and over fist all week. But how much were Bolton's in tickets? They weren't much, were they? 200 quid. 200 and the, the, the other birds just come out. Yeah. 219 for adults. 219 yeah. for adults. And they, 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 they won't get annoyed because Ipswich and Ingi are so far ahead. I think but. in that Papa John's uh, final, the support from both clubs has been 
unbelievable because Plymouth sold 32,000 as well. Which I think is mad because I'm sure at Home Park on the old about 12,000. Nah, it doesn't. It's bigger than that. Is it? It's, it's, far, not, yeah. it's not that big, is it? I don't think I don't so. Think, I don't think it holds 20. But it's not far enough. Get a Googling pad. <sighs> but to be fair, when I went to it, that, that work all day and it, what the left side end, I don't think it was open. Like 17,000 is it so we're, 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 we're a bit middle weren't we? <laughs> a bit middle of both I guess is um, but yeah every other club around us seems to be doing the right thing so what are we missing out on I know like you keep saying we need to meet finance fair play and all that lot we'll get onto that in a minute because we're going to talk about matters in the EFL right, which is looking shambolic at the minute um, but again it goes back to you reduce the prices, you sell more, so you're, you're still earning the same amount of money. But I think he just sees it as a, if then fans come back at the current prices, they're going to make double the money. But the problem is the fans will never come back, no matter no, no matter what happens. If you got promoted this season on the off chance, we won the FA Cup and we're in Europe. At these prices, we would still only have 15,000, 16,000. Yeah, because the town is poor. Yeah. And I don't think it, and with everything that's going on, with the cost of living crisis, people aren't going to go. You know, I'll get a season ticket. Yeah, I'll just drop five and a quid. You know what I mean? Oh, people can't afford it, and and I think people, are, a lot of people, had issues with the finance options, or you know what I mean. So that's the problem. Why aren't the clubs just sorting that out? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I think, I think like we shouldn't need to like have a finance company for season ticket. It should be up to the club to administer, like, administrate yeah. that, and just it could be zero percent interest. Yeah. So the the way they advertised it was it's zero percent interest, but they have a ten percent fixing fee or like a because the ar- arrangement fee. Yeah. So like. What we're seeing tickets four two nine, so like an extra forty three quid just because you can't afford to drop four hundred fifty quid yeah, in in July, which is like summer holidays, like you're doing a lot of stuff with kids, or you might have just gone away or something like you're sc- it's, scrimping and scraping, aren't you? It, it's it's shocking. It's it's poor. It's, it is it is poor from the club. You know, if, if anything, it, I don't know. I mean, I could talk about some tickets all day. It frustrates me. What do you think about this final five offer? Oh, hundred quid. Yeah, ninety nine pounds. I don't think it's necessarily bad, but again, who's going to chalk up hundred quid? Yeah, it, people who get paid monthly or get paid weekly might think, "Well, yeah, I can pay twenty. But I can't chuck out hundred quid at once. It's a lot to take out." Yeah, you know what I mean. With what's going on it, in today's world, it's a lot. It's a lot to just chuck out. Yeah. So they could have just said, they could have. I don't know. Could have. They could have put a thing in where it's twenty pound a month or whatever. But I don't know. Whatever. It, pay it over. So time. when we I, spoke I, about it, I said that. Twenty pound a ticket is a fair, is the, should yeah, be the standard it is, price. But twenty pounds so, at once is okay, but fan well, not, well, not and a pound at once is, is different. Yeah, so yeah. to but pay out at once because twenty pound a match is a standard fair price. Hundred pound for five games is not an offer. No, it's it's just what we should be paying anyway. Yeah, and I know the Burnley games in there, but you've also got midweek games in there and like bank yeah. holiday games I, and stuff. So I, I was thinking about it earlier. I was like. It's not bad, but will there be that many people who haven't already got a season ticket or a half-season ticket that will be enticed? Uh, Probably like not. No. no. What if they said it's fifty quid? For me, I don't. I can't. I can't understand getting more people in that ground is beneficial to, yeah. to the club. JDT has spent an entire week getting old players or whatever. The old players are talking about fans, the fans, the fans. The you know being in the crowd, and then you know it's almost like trying to like push the agenda for the club and yeah. I get it because he's like the face of the club if you will but well he's put the positivity back in the club hasn't he? yeah like, he has but ultimately like the club needs to do more in order to entice fans back in we had 
20, I don't know how many seasons it was had when we were in the Premier League, but 20,000 on pretty much every week. So, 20,000 plus, weren't it? Yeah. You're probably looking at 16,000, 70,000 season tickets. So you've half, half of that. Then fans don't just go away. Do you know what I mean? Well, you probably lose probably 25% because you've just dropped out of the Premier League. Yeah. But there's, 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 a, there's a gap of fans that probably want to come but are being priced out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Massively. Yeah. You know, and things that are going on in today's climate are just escalating that problem. Like, they're not, they're not helping it. So yeah. the club could easily help alleviate that pressure and give, ultimately, a, you know, we're a community, you know, for the town, the face of the town. Blackburn Rovers is, is the town. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So get people in. <coughs> just gives people like a bit of hope and a bit of, well, there's so much to look forward to, isn't it? It's like an escape yeah. for most people, but isn't only it? getting 20,000 on. I know the top of the league and whatever, but the towns are very similar. Yeah. So there's, if, if they can get that, we can get that. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. No? Um, EFL matters, so not just about Rovers this week. So, top two clubs in the league, both under transfer embargo, going into the end of the season. Wigan were late paying wages yet again, uh, facing a three-point deduction. And Huddersfield are due to go into administration as of recording. Any minute now could happen any time. Does the English Football League need just a complete restructure? Absolutely. These reform not not just the football league from the FA to the Premier League, all the way from top to bottom, the entire pyramid. It's the money isn't being filtered down, is it? No. And that's the problem. That's where the bulk of the issue is. Because money isn't be, it isn't being filtered down. There's there's too many clubs, especially in the championship, gambling to get to the Premier League. Yeah. How many times have we seen teams get to, like Huddersfield this year, playoff final last year and now administration relegation. Yeah. Um, Chef Wednesday did it when it playoffs yeah. gone down. Um, who else? Triples of course for years. It's or? football yeah. rushing and roulette, isn't it? Yeah. Really. Like any of the teams, apart from Luton, maybe have been quite like, tidy with the finances. Any of the teams in the, drops, in the top six this season, if they don't go up, that, that's them. Burnley, Chef, if, if Sheffield United don't go up, they're knackered. Us? That's not okay. We're going to be close, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Wages yeah. have gone yeah. up a bit, I reckon. Yeah. And I think like the, the the signings that we potentially could have made in January might have just tipped us over that edge. Yeah. Without getting the fans in, or without getting. I mean, I think the FA Cup has saved us this year. Yeah. Like the in. The, I, I, sorry, sorry, FA Cup. Obviously, where they obviously offering the um, who, who went on to yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Not yet. Not yet. But yeah, so like we've earned like a million pound in prize money already. Ticket revenue on top of that. TV money. Getting to Wembley, you're talking like another one and a half million, and the prize money as well. Yeah, I mean, huge financially. Yeah, um, but I think the teams around Norwich, Watford, Middlesbrough, they don't go up. I, mean, what, just... I think Watford are doomed, aren't they? Oh, scary, it's scary to think about because like half of the league are like ex Premier League clubs that are quite successful ex Premier League clubs, and if they don't go up, they're knackered, and like for a lot of them, they won't come back. When we were in League One. There were probably only us and Wigan that were quite a big club that that looked like promotion. You look at the League One race this year, they're like Bolton, Chef Wednesday. It's 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 oh, it's, it's ridiculous. And obviously, only three of them can come up. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, like massive successful clubs as well. You yeah. Know what I mean, but um, I mean, what? I don't understand why 
it's happening. This is happening year on year now. This is happening for the last however long, fifteen years or so, where clubs are gambling, like you say, on going up, and then it's not happening, and it's, and it's backfiring. But the EFL have to do something. You know, they need to do something. You know, I mean, wages, some like our wages compared to you probably Sheffield United, your Burnleys, your Middlesbrough. You know, they'll be paying massive, massive wages compared to us. Watford. That Joe Pedro, what's he going to be on at Watford now? 50k plus. Yeah. Well, Mitch Fitch won 70 grand apparently last year yeah, in the Championship. Like, yeah. So, this but is why the, needs to filter from his Premier League. <laughs> the Premier League need, or the FA need to enforce a wage. I don't know, you're going to lose 50% of your wage in everybody's contract. Yeah. Have it universal. So, like, even if you play for Man United, or the off chance you're going to get relegated, which you're probably not. Because any decent player, whether they're going to lose 50% of the wage or not, Oh, if they if they're, if they're good enough, they're gonna stay in that league or get moved on. If they're not, then they take that pay cut to help clubs. Yeah, I think they're when you look at the owners, the, aren't they? That's the, the problem. There needs to be a salary cap in place, doesn't it? I think like a first team player in the championship should be on at most twenty thousand pound a week. Yeah, and I think even in prem, it, it could be capped at under grand a week. And I think no one needs to earn any more than that. No, and I think like in America when they do like you have like three or four players that are allowed to pay more than that. So then the superstars spread out then. So you don't just have like City with 25 players on yeah. that. You have three of them here, three of them there, three of them there. It makes the league a lot more exciting. But Your, your problem is you're elite in the Premier League. You're never going to have that. And that's where that's where the problem is. This is where the FA have to step in and say... But the, the, you know, the, So like the, 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 they're crying out for the Super League, aren't they? Like to get more money. Mm. The Super League would be the most competitive league. But if I think if you installed a salary cap and that superstar rule to um, to the thing. Prem, yeah. then it would be the most competitive league in the world. People say it's the best league in the world. It's not. No. City usually boss it every year. The the rest of the team, the outside the top six, the rest of the if, teams are all bobbins. So if you go back to football pre-Premier League, how many different league winners were there? Mm. Yeah. Lords. Yeah. So it was, it was better because it, it weren't necessarily the team that spent the most won the league. It was with the best coach team. Yeah. Where now teams are getting carried through because, like, like City, they should win most games. You know what I mean? The, you know, it's like, you know, okay, Arsenal might, might win the league this year, but generally speaking, they're going to win it year on year as yeah. it stands right now. Just like Man United, did for all them years, you know, you can go to the Championship. Burnley have spent nearly forty million. They're right in. Make no mistakes. They they're in the position they should be in. <laughs> there should be in any other position not first yeah. if you spend that much money in the second division in England's football and you're not first there's a problem well you should be winning the league with 10 games to go yeah like when you spend me. that much money compared so to else. I keep seeing those in companies doing a great job he's doing this yeah he's doing okay but he's been given he's, he's not just been backed he's been like massively massively backed well he's, he's been allowed to play fantasy football hasn't he yeah, yeah. he's had it completely you've got 25 squad spaces here by a player for each position yeah. and a backup alright then that, yeah. and you just I know they've got like good players on law like Teller and stuff but wait, I mean if you a new, a new manager going into a club usually has a squad that's already been pre-assembled like Rovers for example JDT's come in He's already got that squad to work with. He can't just go, right, you cinnabate, yeah. you cinnabate, you cinnabate, and then buy players to replace them. Club can't afford it. Well, you can't. Well, they're on contracts, obviously, and you yeah. have to, you have yeah, to sell they, them first. Or you can... This is what, like, the Premier League and, and the FA, champ, EFL, everything. Clubs should be self sufficient, but they're not. No. 
and the way football is because and the money that that's involved with it, it's never they're never going to be self sufficient because they're just making massive massive losses. They're almost like pubs to an extent. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's hard unless you're getting people in and all the rest of it. They, they, you physically can't. You you need to have like, you know, unless you have a kid come through the academy, or you're gonna like like Villa selling Grealish for hundred million. That's what keeps them afloat. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I know we've always been a, a selling club, you know, but it it needs you know like parachute parachute pen should stop completely. These clubs that come down, I think there's three teams that have gone up that have had a parachute payment from the championship. That's that's. Just right there says what's wrong with, with, yeah. with football because they're coming down with millions. <clears throat> I think it gives them a massive advantage over everybody else in the league. Like the salary structured route would be my preference. I think the TV money in the Premier League that they get for each club, you could make sure that every club in the football league could pay the maximum amount to every player and have enough money left over. So, and then that's when ticket prices come down to five or a ticket, or like five a league two, ten a league one. Uh, 15 yeah, championship, capped. 20 Premier League. And like you see it on Twitter all the time. Oh my God, German football, Bundesliga, they've got supporters, trains, they've got tickets. We could have that. If, yeah. you just st- if you just stopped obsessing over like Premier League, Sky Sports, football, where these players are on multi-million pounds a week and like you just you just can't com- you just can't compete, can you? No, but it's like if we were to get promoted, we'd just get battered every week. Yeah. yeah. Because what I think it's going to do, they're going to go, like, we're going to get X amount of money, but we've we're 200 million down in debt. We're just going to take that money back out of the club. Yeah. Probably sell it as a growing concern or something. They could just walk away and they've made money. I mean, I'm not saying they will, but like, it's not like you're going to have to look at Berry. They've got Manchester City, Man United, massive clubs around them and just went to the wall over pennies. Yeah, 20 grand or something like that. Yeah. So it's, it, that's where it's wrong. Do you know what I mean? But the fact that the top two in the league are going up under transfer embargo yeah, it's just shocking I know a lot of Burnley fans have said like it is. we've got new directors and stuff in November but like we should Bur- take it from November to March to find papers it shouldn't with Burnley it is a bit of it's a bit of a formality obviously but still like to me where we are now in the season we're obviously in March they're almost up anyway because they're not have been a better like Punishment. It's too late. It's just a better, better, better punishment. Yeah. Like, it's too, it's too like, late at this point, isn't it? I know we're obviously Rovers fans, but you know, a point deduction that has more of an impact than a transfer embargo in March, obviously, because there's no more transfer windows this season. But I mean, they will be making massive <coughs> losses week on week, won't they, Burnley? Yeah. The wages they're paying, like obviously the ground only holds twenty thousand. They sold out every week. They'd still be making massive losses. Yeah, but but they're going to go up and get whatever you get for going up. So yeah. that's they, they, their gambles paid off. And if they didn't, they'd be in dire straits, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they, and they would be. So that's why you say where you're playing Russian roulette with, with the clubs. They are. Yeah. And fortunate for them, it's going to work out. Chef United, I hope, obviously, I hope they don't go up just because, it, well, it's like I said, the parachute payments thing just doesn't help, does it? It just favours clubs to go get relegated and go back up again. Yeah. That, that entire system, that's all it does. Well, it's to, get, to keep the bigger teams up there, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's what they hope. I think if you told the Premier League which ones they could give it to, they'd give it to the, the clubs that generate the most revenue. Like if Leeds went down, they'd pick them. Or, yeah. Like you, well, you, they, you, they, don't, they don't want Burnley. They don't want Bournemouth in there. No. I mean, Bournemouth, I mean, come on. 
but like you know, no they don't, <laughs> no, but they don't want shit clubs up there. They? No, shitty little clubs. You know, if we went up, they don't want Blackman Rovers up there. Oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? They're massive. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, well. I know what you mean. Though, like they want the big city club, like the, the, big, the big TV audience. That's all. That's yeah. what they're asked about, really, aren't it? Um, so championship results. Moving on from the EFL corruption. Um, starting off the weekend stuff. So Norwich nil, Sunderland one. Morbury keeping us in the playoffs. Finally. Yeah. Five years in front of wheels. Agent Morbury on turn plan. <laughs> um, Norwich missed the chance to catch up on the rest of us uh, Birmingham 2 Rotherham 0 Birmingham I think they're safe now I think they're too good to go down um, Burnley 3 Wigan 0 no surprises right, Wigan have got off the field problems like we spoke about not paying the wages feel a bit sorry for Maloney because even if they do get a couple of good results and stay up to face a 3 point deduction at 6 points off relegation anyway just I mean it's probably better to get it now than it is yeah, but when it's you like, start it's like but they're good to leave one and boss it yeah but it's like yeah. these clubs that get these but they get them like deferred for a year like what's what's crap with that do you know what I mean I think Peterborough complained about something did they go down did they come down to the year you got relegated last season didn't they yeah you went to Wigan not because Wigan were mid-table or the year before Wigan were mid-table got 12 points whoever somebody else would have got Derby or whatever it was someone wouldn't have got them that point reduction when they should have got it yeah it it, it does make a difference because to a club like that staying in, in that division yeah but then you know so it's like whether you take that risk of starting like six points behind and trying to like, still get promoted anyway, which yeah. a lot of your big clubs when they go down to League One will do. Like you look at your, I mean, they're not coming back up this year, but like Sheffield Wednesday, for example, like if they had a six point head start, it'd probably still go up, so it doesn't really matter to them. Oh. <laughs> Dog just scraps up on you. Hello. Um, Coventry one, Hull one, good result for us. Uh, Preston two, Cardiff nil, a tight home win, an unlikely home win for Preston. Card is still six points clear of the bottom three. Um, QPR won Watford nil. Big win for Ainsworth. I thought like like 19 games out of win. Yeah. But obviously but, um, we know what's coming up. <laughs> yeah. In the, yeah. In the next section. Um, Card is six points clear still. Uh, oh no, Watford, I put Wilder out, but obviously not being serious. Uh, Reading nil, Millwall won. Millwall back into the playoffs. But they're like, they're doing like tight little wins. Millwall, I don't know if they I think they're good enough to stay in playoffs. Well, they only, only just missed that one. They finished higher than us last year, just about. Yeah. Both. Finished on seventh, didn't they? Yeah, so yeah. they've been, they've been you know, dicing with playoffs, aren't they? You know what I mean? They, that, they the flirt with every year. Few, yeah, yeah, the last few years have always been on the edges, aren't they? But um, I think looking at the teams in the top six, I think Millwall are the team that everyone wants to play because they haven't been that good. Though. Like, mm. they're, they're up there, but they've not like smashed any teams and they've not been... No, but... Obviously, we, we played them last game of the season, aren't we? Yeah. Away. That could yeah. be massive, I guess. Go on. So, oh, we got too many massive it. games. <laughs> We're like, nearly in April. It's nearly the end of the season. We shouldn't have this many massive games left. No. Well, but it could be, couldn't it? Every week, massive game. Massive. <laughs> Ten cup finals. Cup finals. No, but it, but it could be, potentially. But yeah. not, maybe yeah. not for us, but for them, it could be massive. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because they Well, like I said, we, we want to be like three points clear going into the Luton game. Like, before we play Millwall away. See, like, you get a point against Luton, it keeps you... Well, you're in there, aren't you, for, yeah. the, for the last game yeah. of the season? Um, where was up to? Sheffield United nil, Luton one. Luton are the team who want to avoid in the playoffs. I think we don't have a good record against them. I don't want to play them away first because it could be going back to we were two or three nil down. Yeah, that's a 
I would love them to go up, but I would obviously I want to go up this season, so I don't yeah, want them yeah, to go yeah. up. <laughs> um, Sheffield United got booed off for like the last five minutes. Yeah, I watched it on Saturday. Like the, as soon as the boy went up, they just started booing. Yeah, and they just didn't start to full time. There was a, a corner that came in, but Bernie headed it like just wide, and they went, "Boo!" <laughs> 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 I'm just like, "Listen, lads, I know you played bad, but like, it just it just took paint off Paul's for crying out loud." I, I just Paul, like, you know, is is not the manager, is he? Do you know what I mean? But then I, Stuart McCall's like. Warming him up before. So I've seen him on the, on the, on the, on the, on the car or something for Bradford or something. That's got that clip in the head. That's a soccer clip every week, isn't it? Swansea won Middlesbrough 3. Obviously, Middlesbrough flying. Um, West Brom won Huddersfield 0. West Brom 3 points off top 6. Bristol City 2, Blackpool 0. Bristol City try again next year. And then Tuesday's games, or Tuesday and Wednesday's games. Sunderland 1, Sheffield United 2. So Sheffield United got back to 6 points clear. Uh, Sunderland are below Preston North End now. I mean, think how bad that, like they've been this season. Like, yeah. How unhappy they are. Mulberry drop off again. That's how it is, isn't it? I, I mean, obviously, just Mulberry. What well, again? Sunderland thirty thousand. That ain't gonna be a nice place to be if they keep losing. No. For anybody. No. Do you know what I mean? I just when they should. I, I said they should have kept Neil. Neil left to go to Stoke, didn't he? So didn't really, yeah, really have a choice it. in it. But it's like what he came out with last week. He said um, playoffs is never the aim this season, yeah. and uh, Sunderland promotion will come in time. And they were fourth, and we were eight. I basically put in the group chat like translation. Like he's not capable of doing it, and someone else will have to do it. <laughs> I just, I just feel like me for like. Just Mulberry is just he's he's just past it. The game's past him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It'll uh, stabilise you, won't it? Like if you're just coming up from League One, you see someone tight steady the shape. He's, he's, he's a performance manager and you don't want results. Like if you got beat one 0 but played really well, you'd prefer that than be yeah. awful and win three 0 Yeah, but that's not football, is it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No. People can can mourn about that like, when we had Big Sam, but if he's going to keep you in Premier League, he's keeping you in Premier League. More about football, what you want, but it's your results. End of the day, isn't yeah. it? And, and that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cardiff won, West Brom won. An important point for Cardiff with other teams winning. Uh, their goal difference is now minus 13, which will be important when we go on to later results. West Brom, two points lost. on the Because everyone in the top six won. So um, that's two points they've dropped off from everyone else. Huddersfield won, Norwich won. Again, two points lost on teams both for Norwich. Massive result uh, for us, that. Yeah. Huddersfield, six points off Cardiff. Hull won, Burnley three. Is anyone really interested anymore in Burnley results? They're, oh. they're up simple as that. Um, Luton won, Bristol City nil. We spoke about Luton already. Uh, Middlesbrough won, Stoke won. Stoke was a better team, we've already spoke about. And then Middlesbrough, the fans were emotional, says Carrick. Like, considering they've won... How many games out? He's twenty. He's been in charge twenty. Well, like fifteen. Lo- I don't think they've lost a game at all, have they? No. Did they draw or something? They draw. Bristol City. I think they've won every other game. Yeah, and then they mean, drew with Stoke. I mean, it's not something to mourn about, is it? But they were like booing, like when they were passing sideways, trying to keep possession and stuff. And he just said, "Listen, like from where he's where they were when he came in to where they are now." Yeah. I think. Why I, think I think because Sheffield United are dropping points, like you're like like on Friday night. 
we were like, oh, if, if we win tonight and stu- and Sheffield United drop points tomorrow, like we're up there again. Yeah. So then it feels like every every point you lose then is a lost point, but it's not because other teams still want to beat you. It's not like, oh, just let them win. They can catch Sheffield United. I just for me, I'm just hoping we'd have got a goal. Do you know, just because like, they put that pressure on Sheffield United and it made last night massive for them. And yeah. then I think the pressure the- would have been on them. And then obviously Sunday, you know... And the league game's league. still are massive for them because they're only I don't know, I think like six points clear now, but it's only one win away, isn't it? Yeah. Like middle, middle middle got, I, think, I think they've got to play, play each other. Uh, I think if you actually look no. at no, but they've got Burnley to play, haven't they? Middles will play Burnley. But Sheffield United's next few games. Sheffield United play Burnley away. Right, the next few games, Sheffield United are hard to won't they? I suppose it because if Dingles beat they've got Middlesbrough, uh, Millwall, Coventry. No. no, none of them. I think, if I have been watching, if I have been reading. I think Dingles will need to beat Dingles in their next game. Will need to beat Middlesbrough to go on Good Friday. I think. Yeah, so. Burnley play all three of us before end of season anyway. Um, Blackpool six, QPR one. Shocking from QPR, and I don't think you can recover from that. To get beat off a relegation team six. I, I watched Gareth Jones' post match like interview, and yeah. he. Fuming, fuming. Like he's learned a lot about these lads. Yeah, and I just think he was saying like, like there was on about like six, whatever. So I think he said it's his first six of his management career, and he's been in management for a long time. Yeah. That ain't a team. It, he he prides himself on defence. You know what I mean? So, Every goal could, from a set piece as well. Could yeah. they go down? I think they could go down now. Yeah, because I, I don't. I think after think getting beat that big, no, just think. Yeah, I think all right. Five points it's, now. It's, after it's, that it's result, a, it's an outside shout. But I think uh, I just think. When you get a beat like that, it's just your. They, they were low on confidence anyway, weren't they? They yeah, won. They lost like to the beat last. Beat Watford at like a, a London derby, if you will. Yeah, it's not a bad result. But a Watford away from home is stinking, aren't they? They don't have that attitude to go and beat someone away from home. Yeah. Like when it came down to Ewood, I just thought they didn't well, even look like soaking up bitch, weren't they? Yeah. And, stuff, and I think yeah. like especially against a Gareth Angel team, the first two tackles you win game against Watford. Yeah. So that's what I think won the game for him because it's not like they went Mick, out and played him off part. Mick McCarthy, he's probably similar managers, aren't they? To be yeah. fair, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been crucial for goal difference because that puts them on minus fifteen now. So obviously, only two goals away from Cardiff, which if they win to catch them up, they're yeah, minus Cardiff. fourteen. Ball heads to go to any Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, Blackpool's easy. <laughs> um, but yeah, like not winning nineteen, beat Watford, then get beat six one off. What's yeah. now going to be a relegation rival? I think you don't recover from it. Uh, Millwall 2, Swansea 1. The Millwall 24% possession, 3 shots on goal. Swansea 76% possession, 11 shots on goal. And got beat 2 1. I, just, I mean, Swansea are poor. They're just poor, aren't they? Yeah. They can have as much possession. And I think. They're easy that, to beat, aren't they? Like, like every, Russell Martin's very Tony Mowbray. Like, he's very Tony Mowbray and he's like a young Tony Mowbray. He just wants to, like, He's another one, like you said. He's happy with passing the ball around and having pop shots and this that. Another. He's not. He's not asked about the results, but they're not going to put up with it for longer. Uh, Every time it. they go on a bit of a run, though, you think, or, or they're finally playing. Like, finally the, got it right. The, yeah. the way you know, Martin wants to do. Yeah, it just happens every now and again. And it's like, oh, they've turned the corner, and you know, they're, they're heading in the right direction. And it just, it just kind of ends there after a few games, doesn't it? And, um, I can see it becoming pretty stale there to be honest yeah. I think he's had two years two full seasons now I think yeah, fucking if, if they have a bad start next season <laughs> they'll, they'll have to I mean but who do you get who, is Swansea really an attractive position for 
someone comes come in. They're not going to spend a lot of money, are they? Like get Nathan Jones as well, shouldn't they? Oh yeah, true. Yeah, but he had that he had that celebration in Swansea away, and anyway at Luton, so they won't like him there. But he's going to pass the ball back, and they talk, they talk about the Swansea away. Make it pitch small for him. Rotherham one, Preston two. Rotherham getting dragged back in after we thought they were out of it. Um, Preston seven points off the playoffs after back-to-back wins. Could they? They'll have to win every game. That's the only, the only, the only way they're getting in them playoffs, aren't they? Um, Watford three, Birmingham nil. Watford, good response after the QPR lost six points off the playoffs. Birmingham have put two good to go down again because I just think yeah, they're eight points clear. I think they'll pick up enough points before end of the season to keep them there. Wigan won, Coventry won, Coventry Jokeres again. Just let, just let us have him. Um, Wigan staying <laughs> in there only go. just. First, sorry. If we don't go up, we should buy him. Oh, yeah. He's going in Prem next year. Do you think? Oh, he's, going, he's going somewhere. I think he's someone, not going to be a championship unless someone, someone goes down up, and signs him. Someone that goes up will sign him up, I think. Yeah. Surely. Yeah, Burnley have already spent 40 million on striking. What's, <laughs> what's number 15? <laughs> number 15 between mates. He's the top bench. Um. Right, so do you want to go through our top five or do you want to preview Sheffield United next? Hi there, quick break in the podcast just to let you know about some fundraising we are doing in the summer. You might have heard in the other podcast that my friend Tom's partner was diagnosed with bone cancer recently. The only symptoms that she had was a sore back. At 31 years old, Natalia was told that the cancer was incurable and was also in her breast and liver. Further scans have shown that the cancer has spread to her skull pelvis, hip and femur. In November, she had to have a hip replacement due to the risk that that was going to cause... In November, she had to have a hip replacement due to the risk that her hip was going to break because of the cracks that the cancer had caused. So this May, Tom, myself and a few others are going to be doing the Three Peaks in 24 Hours Challenge to try and raise as much money as possible to help find a cure so that nobody else will have to go through what Tom and Natalia have been through. Any donations would be greatly appreciated and any shares to help raise awareness also. I'll leave the links to the GoFundMe page in the description. We wish Tom and Natalia all the best. Thank you. Leave Leave Sheffield United till last year. The big event. Right, so top five this week. Um, just because of all the, like, the discussion in the press this week about Carrick being linked to West Ham company being linked to Tottenham and some managers in the championship just not getting the credit they deserve Rob Edwards Jandal Thomason who else is it I mean Gary Rowett at Millwall yeah. I, I like him just not so we've gone for a top five the most overrated managers of all time so do you want me to go first do you want to go first well I'll let you go first I haven't got five still yet, thinking. But, but yeah i a brain might right, well, well, me, and da- me and Dan will say ours and you say like if you agree with him you can yeah. you can be oh, the if I've got the same I'll sort of say I've got yeah first one David Moyes no, I haven't you haven't got him no. do you think he's overrated I think he did very good at Preston very good at Everton uh, did, he, did he do well at Everton top 10 pretty much every year Got him into Europe a couple of times. Pretty much. He got him into year. Champions League once and he went out in pre qualifiers. Yeah, but top 10 pretty much every year. And Everton are a yeah, but Everton are a massive club. They're not. They're just an average club in a big city. They were, they were the, oh, one of the biggest clubs in, in the 80s, were the, one of the biggest clubs in England. If it, weren't for the, if it weren't for the European band, they'd have won like five Champions Leagues in a row. Well, I mean, that's, you know, speculative, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but, but he he managed that first period where Everton didn't win anything really because like, last time they won something was nineteen ninety five. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's, that's why I think he's overrated. I think around that era, anyone could have won the FA Cup, the League Cup, and I don't think he took them to. <coughs> did he take them to one final where Chelsea beat them? Yeah, maybe two, but I think. Yeah, FA Cup final, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. And Lewis Sahar scored oh, early on. Was he manager then? Yeah, before he went to United, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was eight? yeah that was horrendous. But, but, but even at West Ham, I don't think he's doing enough. But he did a right the year, but he's. Just, I mean, I, I think it's his time. I, think, I mean, again, Anto- Antonio scored ten goals, though he were a player, and now. Like, yeah, just... but I, again, I think players like that are almost becoming obsolete. Managers like that, sorry, they're becoming obsolete. The I don't game's think it... pa- the game's passing them by. You can't be trusted with money. Like the money he spent at United, the money he spent at West Ham, like right. he spent about eighty million on Schmacker and that. Uh, Bur- <laughs> what recalled him, him from Brentford, Barami? Yeah, don't even like him. Hates him. Ben Barami, that's the one. Who's Barami then? Who's Barami? Is that the Algerian that used to play for him? Yeah, is he Algerian? I thought he was Swiss. The Swiss guy. Barami. Sounds like you put something you put on a bloody subway sandwich. Yeah, the six years Barami. With Jackie Taker. Do you want to do one? I want me to just carry on. Pochettino. Do you think? Massively. Are you joking? What? After the job he did at Spurs? Oh, His Spurs side were brilliant to watch, weren't they? They, they, played, they played some unreal football. Yeah. And, and what? Yeah, yeah so and what? I know what you're saying. He, he built that Spurs team oh, from like, oh, having like Leicester beating Tattoo. He built that tattoo. team from having like Ryan Mason, Leicester, exactly. Leicester beating Tattoo. I mean, come on, he's won. that were a one-off season, though. I mean, yeah, that that, been a that, was, that were planned for but, Sky Sports. Yeah, Rob's Rob's got, that, Rob's got that, thoughts that was, on that. That was Spurs' his only chance of winning the league. And, and yeah, but that's like saying all City lost that title to Leicester. No, he bottled it. So did every other club in the league. I think he's massively overrated. Like Leicester won't leave like 42 points or something and like the other 19 teams bottled it well I think for sure <coughs> not to get Spurs to a Champions League final with a and team they had yeah it was, it was, it was, it was they conceded, well, it a, pen, they conceded a penalty because Sissoko titted it down in six it seconds was literally one of the worst <laughs> finals ever it was horrendous yeah but it was a bad final it was a bad final but it? I think that goal killed it and I think if you get prepped for like Dude, a big it was ac- the second minute, I, I know that's what I mean. But if you get prepped for like a big final like that, a big event, and the referee gives I, a penalty for that, that you, you, you can't. A decision like that. Recover from that yeah. and work that, your way back in. If you're a player, that decision gets given against you. You can't recover from that. Your head's gone. You're not chance the final. If you can't get yourself exactly, you it's Liverpool final down. Liverpool tattoo on his chest. Liverpool final down against AC Milan. <laughs> Salah put it ball and rest running off his shirt off you'll never walk alone uh, 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 no actually, actually listen it's an opinion isn't it uh, wrong opinion <laughs> <laughs> um, second for me Roberto Martinez oh that's a good one that I haven't got him on the list but he's <laughs> now you said it he's got right on my list awful yeah that, he that, might get the Swansea job yeah that, that Belgian but did he team. not win the cup with Wigan Oh, the FA Cup with Wigan, see, yeah, that's, see that, yeah, that's, that's more than Pochettino's ever done in his life. That's a special more than that, isn't it? That's a once-in-a-lifetime moment We, we can only dream of that. Yeah. So basically, he's a better manager right. than Pochettino. If he won't cut with Rovers, he'd be like, club legends status for us. They'd be like, Jack Walker down. Roberto Martinez. Beyond him at shoulder. Di Matteo won the Champions League with Chelsea, but he's not a better manager than the other. He only managed 15 games. And the FA Cup as well. <laughs> cup double I know yeah um, alright 
I still think he's overrated. I think he could have done no, more I, with I, the other jobs he's had. He could like Everton. Yeah, he could have sure. done more. I don't think he's too overrated. Though. I think he's just like he's getting maybe, offered jobs hand over fist. Yeah, but I mean, you got to look at that Belgian team when they were like flying that the golden generation, if you will, of the Belgian team. They should have done more. Yeah, and yeah. Got to a final, you know, Euros at least. I mean, that last they were World Cup, they were team. shocking. Yeah, they were brilliant team. yeah, that last World Cup were horrendous, weren't they? Yeah, I think most of the players have passed the best. So like, you look yeah. at the back four, it were all De Bruyne came out and said that, didn't they? Yeah. It's like, we're all old now. I mean, when you say that mid-tournament, I mean, you're already dead in Matt Witzel was still playing. I don't think he's playing club football anymore. <laughs> he went to Russia for six years and he's still playing the Belgian team. <laughs> yeah. Right, go on, who's your next one then? That's going to be a little shot, doesn't he? Uh, Ronald Coleman. Coleman, what do you want to call him? Over it. Who rates him? Yeah, but he's overrated, isn't he? He got the Barcelona job. Yeah, he got the Barcelona yeah, job. Yeah. He managed Southampton, went to Everton, and somehow... It's kind of like the... Um, it, him getting that job, though, it's like the equivalent of Ollie getting it at United. It's, like it's one of them. You know what I mean? Four, four, fucking two. I love that film. That's it. But no, he, when he gets announced yeah, as manager, he, he like opens the curtains and presses his bolt naked. That's a quality film. Oh. And which is more, you'll be a man, Mason. <laughs> a bit, bit of an embroidery error there. <laughs> right. Coleman, yeah, I, I don't know what you mean. He should never have got a better <laughs> job after he left Southampton because no. he, he were awful in the English Prem. But I think that Dutch kind of football would possibly work over in Spain. But obviously, oh, it, it hasn't done. done. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one for me Antonio Conte. Oh, that's controversial. That is a serial winner. No. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Okay, what do you have for breakfast? Inter Milan from the league. They don't want it in about fucking 25 years because Juventus are just. Cheating the referees. Cheating the referees. You were like, with his Chelsea team, he had Fabregas and Diego Costa. Yeah, but. And they won the league for him. Yeah, but they won the league, but ultimately he's the manager. And did he replace Sarri? No, Sarri was after him. Man. Sarri was after when he got sacked because they finished like eleventh season yeah. after winning well, league. Well, Mourinho again? I don't know. But um, hey, he was after Mourinho, yeah. Mourinho, Conte, Conte. I'm well off. But anyway, Conte, sorry, I think Conte is a serial winner. I'll be honest. Why is he not doing it Spurs? I think after well, this, because it's Spurs. After the Chef United result, that's what. Yeah, and I and I'll be I'll be very critical of his team selection because Spurs don't win anything and he should have played a strong team they're not going to do anything league and but the problem is it's almost like being like how Arsenal Wenger were at Arsenal to be fair he started winning a lot of trophies but in that period where they weren't winning trophies <laughs> or Arsenal he was, Arsenal Wenger just prioritised finishing in top four top four yeah and money. that and yeah. yeah and that's all probably Daniel Levy wants he's probably yeah. not asked about anything he's just saying let's get us in top four we want, we want to play Champions League football the money, yeah. do you know what I mean it's, and that's where as a fan You'd be fed up with your owner. Like, yeah, great, we get to go to get to play in Champions League, but it's we're gonna get knocked out. Of score on a we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get knocked out in group stages every year. Yeah. That's no fun you'd rather you, you wanna win the FA Cup, you wanna win the League Cup, you wanna win them trophies. Because all they do is get berated off Arsenal, Chelsea. Because they're shite. For not winning trophies. Yeah, because yeah. of that you know what I mean? And like the trophy cabinet and all the rest of it. So even if like you'd say like, a couple of years, a couple of years of just let's just win something. Or try and prioritise winning something yeah. over top four, but the businessmen aren't. In but I think like the the squad they've got, they should be able to win, finish it top four, and win a trophy. Well, well, yeah, obviously. Not, it's not as simple as that. You know what I mean? 
Right, go on, next one. Um, Don't want to say it next one now. <laughs> I've got Steve McLaren. Again, again, who rates him? No, how many jobs has he had? Yeah, you true. Got, I mean, I get He's probably one of the best assistant managers of all time. Did he get Middlesbrough to... Were you managing Middlesbrough when they got to... League Cup final. Well, they were the Broly. Uh, or was that was that not Southgate was that Southgate, Southgate? Got that no Southgate wouldn't have got him because so. <laughs> he's next so, on my list is he yeah oh, of course he is so, oh, he's Scottish um, <laughs> yeah um, I just think Steve McLaren as that as just some is, but even now what, who is he assistant now where's he at is he back at United um, with Ten Hag I think he is might he's be, doing yeah. something like coaching or something. How's he wangled that get job? The, get the band back together. Do you know what I mean? Like, ben ben McCarthy used to really strike his yeah. coach. Well, we could do him down here playing <laughs> someday. Obviously, we could do him Imagine Ben McCarthy trying to teach Gallagher. Yeah. Just, just whip it in bottom in like that. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? How'd you do that? <laughs> what fuck did you do that with? <laughs> I'm going to go press him down. No, Benny's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't don't, don't bother running around. Keeping the eyes. Like, show him putting him in that corner. Opposite corner. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think for some reason he's. He's still in football coaching, doing all this, and it's like how, yeah, just how that Newcastle job were mad, weren't it? That he yeah. had. It's just thinking about we were like, and then he got like a Derby job. It's like who's banking on Stephen McLaren? Yeah, like, it was proper toxic at Newcastle when he was manager. Yeah, it? it was. Yeah. Pardew yeah. as well. That's because he was such a, like a Middlesbrough hero for winning the League Cup and getting yeah. to like just horrendous. Yeah, but this is what I mean. So you look at some look at the, some of the clubs that have won the League Cup compared to some big big teams. So you like from when we've been, but so from '95, yeah, you know, and then you talk about Everton and 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 Tottenham and whatever the shark clubs, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Newcastle won nothing. Average club in a big city. That's but that's all. They are. Won the Cup, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Do Leicester I mean? won it twice in a row, didn't they? Yeah, like, I mean, just before we won it. Yeah, won the FA Cup, won the, well, won the Premier League. Do you know what I mean? What's a fun FA Cup? Yeah. That were an awful final, weren't it? Portsmouth and Cardiff. Two or something like that. The Wanku who scored, didn't he? Yeah. Off, his th- off his thigh, about a yard out. Um, Gareth Southgate's an obvious one. Don't know how he's stayed in the job this long. Yeah. His, his squad's been I've... selected today. After not playing Tony at the World Cup, he's now picked him for a squad after his allegations have come out and he's been and he's on trial for it. I'm, I'm surprised FA have allowed it, do you know what I mean? Cause... <coughs> well, the FA pick it, don't they, let's be honest. Yeah, it's not, it's not his, you know what I mean? So, I just think, he could have done a lot more with it, the England squad he had. And well, he still has. Some, I, I of, the, some of the decisions in the Italy final especially, I think he would have been more positive at 1-0. Yeah, I agree. He I could have got on one. He, he got his, the major decisions in that game, substitutes especially, Got it completely wrong. Like, his squad selections are mad. So, like, I've seen it a lot on Rovers' Twitter recently. Like, people are going, I can't believe Hyam's not in the Scotland squad. Da, 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 da. Is it best to say that? Right, well, international managers pick players they trust. Right, so he's picked Hanley, Port. He's going to play a back five, Steve Clark at Scotland. So, he's going to have Robertson at left back, Tierney left centre half, Hanley, Porteous, and uh, Patterson. I think Hanley's past it. He's always been good for Scotland, though. And I think, like, as, like, the oh, back. Slow in him, man. He's carrying a piano every week. I know, but the middle of as, as the middle of a back five, like the deepest one, he plays. He's like a quarterback because he's like he's got a deep. He's he's like, like, he can ping a ball. He instantly puts you thirty yards back. Yeah, I mean, Scotland, Scotland defend like Scotland. We were playing Spain, <laughs> playing Spain and Cyprus. We're going to be we're on the wrong box. We're not going to have to rate in your box. We have this Cyprus strike as a good. But yeah, and I think. Hayam will eventually get that chance either. He should have put, and, it's surely good enough to be in the squad. 
I'm not saying play, but to be in the squad. Who else is in the centre half of Scotland? Who's like, I mean, anybody in Dog and Duck League in Scotland aren't going to play. Yeah, aren't going to be better than Dom. Hyam. He trusts them players, right? And then he's going to he'll pick Hyam for either Nations League block or a friendly block. He won't pick him for two qualifiers. Not a chance because it, like it, it's all like it's more. Of, I think international football's gone to like it's like club football now. Where everyone has to like like each other and stuff. You don't just meet up and play football. Yeah, you, like, no, you meet up in a group and like, everyone has to get saying, on, don't they? You can't I mean, have like bringing shoes. At some you point, know, you've got you, but if you're good enough, you play. Trying to have a go at Southgate, and that is one good thing he has done with the England lads. Where, where it is now, where it used to be so like you know United lads just stuck to themselves in Liverpool and Arsenal. Yeah, and that, you eat you eat stories, don't you? Like skulls and stuff like that, and they say like we didn't make, never say like, yeah, we didn't they never mix because yeah. we didn't yeah. like them at the club level. Sure on the pitch. They said, like, the weekend before he wanted to break the legs. So, like, they couldn't go and, like, have lunch with him and play a game yeah. together. Which, I mean, that, that was football back then. Everyone was more competitive, weren't they? Whereas now it's all about, like, taking Instagram photos. Yeah, and, TikTok. And, like, <laughs> yeah. like, picking Calvin Phillips in this squad, he's not, not kicked the ball since. I know. And, see, and that's, where, Rovers, that, man, well, that's where you're, you've just made a comment about uh, intense football is to pick players to trust. So, Southgate's doing the same there. But... At With some him, point, he's picking his favourites. But at some right. point, I mean, if Sterling had one leg, he'd pick him. I'm surprised he's not picked him even though he's injured because he's been he's been horrendous for Chelsea. Plays like he's got one leg. But but then he'll go well for England. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, but at some point, for me as an England fan, we're at the next point now. We're, I'm going. We need the next generation of players yeah. coming in. Yeah. Don't worry about Jordan Henderson. Yeah. He's Sterling. offering you absolutely nothing because he ain't yeah. going to play in the next tournament. Don't pick him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Players like that, you know. You need you need to be moving forward. You've got to be picking players who think right. These are these are potential starting eleven players for me in my yeah. next tournament, and 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 that's how it should be. You don't need to be pick, you know picking players on merit. You've you've had your tournament. Your merit's gone now. Yeah, you've done the thing. We start afresh. We go again. Anyway, in terms yeah. of results though, in tournaments, is England's most successful manager since Alf Ramsey against though. Yeah, but I mean, you'll say against us, but end it there. We've only beat what's in front of you. Well, well, you can, which is is just a fact. Do you know what I mean? Scotland can. <laughs> Scotland can. No, but, but ultimately, we have been horrendous. Though you'll know it as you know, as yeah. I have growing up, we've been horrendous in tournaments. So to actually do okay, it's you not. not we back not, then. International football is a better standard. Like you, you France and Italy, like Spain, were all top. I, 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 just, I just think they were better managers. I don't think. I don't think that the standard of football has changed. I think there was just. I think there's just bad managers now. There's not as many world class managers. Yeah. You can go back to like France and and Brazil. You know, to be fair, you can probably argue players. Yeah, when you look at that Brazil team in 2002, 2002, I mean, every player was a superstar. Yeah. Where now, like France team in that in that final, you're probably going. Three or four good players. Yeah. One great player. Well, like that Brazil team, and they played France in, and they had Henri, Zidane, Vieira, you know. Brilliant, Stacked. brilliant players. It's like, yeah, it's, it's different, different levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I get like the, part, the 2002 time. Brazil team, the front three were probably the best front three in the world. Yeah. And, and they all played the same team. Yeah. So, and he's like Gilberto and Cafu. Yeah. Roberto Carlos at back. Yeah. All superstars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, one more manager. We got another manager. Uh, I've got Pep. I've got Pep on my list as well. I've got Pep. Lewis is going to disagree with that. He's going to hate that. I am. Right, go on. What's your argument against? Because I, I, I feel like it's more of a, like a, a sentimental thing, but it's, it's because like with the age I am, 
like his Barca team was like the first like best team that I remember do you know what I mean so it was like, is that down to him or is that down to the talent that was in that team he didn't buy any of them players no we didn't Xavi and Iniesta was already there and they were in the prime yeah Danny Alves he bought from Sevilla after he won chat it's not like he discovered him right and he had Messi in the form of his life scoring yeah. Victor Valdez was already there Poyal was, was already it. there PK was already there the, 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 the base of the team was already there. Yeah. The Spanish team well, was there. Well, did uh, Hullet not win the Champions League before? Not Hullet. Who am I thinking of? Rijkaard. Not win the Champions League the year before he took over. Did he? Yeah. They beat Arsenal 2-0. Uh, that was 2007, that pal. When yeah, did he take over? That's 2008, wasn't it? 2008-2009. Yeah. 2006, Arsenal went to the final. Oh, 6 or 7, I think. Right. Arsenal were boiled out there as well. I remember watching that. Well, Lehman got sent off early on. Yeah. That cost him a game, No, really. no, no. It was 2006 because Liverpool got... To the final game in 2007. 2007, yeah. So it must yeah. have been 2006. So it's it, a couple of years before then. Yeah. But still, that, that team was still left over at Barcelona. He probably brought in. He didn't even bring in Henri. I think Henri was the. No, he must have brought in Henri. No. I reckon I think it's 2008, 2009 when he took over me. Did he win it in 2009, 2010 I'm when sure Messi scored the header? I'm sure it was 08 till and then won it in 2012 because he won like 14 trophies in four years, yeah. which is ridiculous. I mean, then, they had a good team. I think. What is it at City to get those like, players to that level again and again to keep that you've level of design? Spent 150 million on free left back. <laughs> as simple I as get that. What you're like, saying. No, he's, no, no, no. he's got. He's so got like, an unlimited. He bought Claudio Bravo to replace Joe Hawks. Heart weren't good enough. He was best keeper at country before then, and then he bought Claudio Bravo. He weren't good enough after two mistakes. So he signed. Spent 80 million on Edison. He's been good enough. Left backs, he's brought about twenty since he came yeah. to City. I'd, I'd like each. to know how much he spends on left backs because, yeah. like I say, I think one year he did buy three or in the space of eighteen months he bought mm-hmm. spent hundred fifty million on three left like backs. Stones, Laporte, Otamendi, Demichelis. But how many great Mangala? How many great teams it? and how many great marriages do you see? You know, when, when they win stuff like that, what's happened with Mourinho at Chelsea twice, where it's like you know they've achieved great things and the next season. It's just all gone sour. This is what's happened with Mourinho. It's all kicked off and it's just over. He's, I think that's he's just kept... Mourinho's ego. I'm not yeah. saying like... Because I, I would say Mourinho isn't isn't necessarily overrated because he won the Champions League with Porto. And that's... No, 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 but you can't say he's Mourinho's massive. overrated. He's absolutely massive. He's, 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 he's a McCarthy. serial winner. You're talking about like... Uh, yeah, Conte's a serial Con- winner though. But like, not, no, not, I don't not think, on the I don't same think level as Mourinho. No, I'm not saying he is, but I'm just saying that I, I, I do also think he's a serial winner. But... Mourinho's so, he that's you know he's he's past that but I think Pep's made football worse in the country as well but I think people are like you know but, but by encouraging this playing out from the back yeah. Court, yeah. possession for possession's sake I can't watch City mate I watched watch the first 10 minutes even now. I know they won 7-0 and that but honestly it's lethargic though the only it? reason they beat teams is because they fall asleep like that board watching yeah. them centre back goalkeeper centre back goalkeeper and I get it beat the squeeze and all that lot but it's it's like luster, so. Do you think it's like got rid of like variety? It's just yeah. like everyone wants to play that way now. That's that, that could be a problem. It's not just that. It's because he spent so much money, he can't compete. So even if he had a different style of play, you you can't compete with him anyway. It's like Thomason don't play that way. He plays four two four with bombing on wingers, but like unless he had the bankroll of what City have and could buy the two best wingers in the world and the best number nine and the best cam, like you're not gonna compete with them and I think every team's fact like Liverpool have a different like, style of play but I know that like, Klopp's spent a lot of money recently but 
like he's had Robertson for for years, Trent for years, but like he spent a lot of money on Van Dijk and like Henderson's been there for years. City will go out and spend another 100, 150 million to improve their positions and but, get them back up there. So, with. so they bought Grealish, <coughs> they spent a lot of money on Calvin Phillips, and like they barely get in team. You know what I mean, a lot of players got. I mean, Stones started getting in team, but it took him years to get an actual like foothold of his position. If there weren't registration rules on English players, he wouldn't have a single English player in his team. No, you're probably right. Kyle Walker, I mean, mediocre. Isn't I don't it? agree with that. Why is he buying? Gre- why is he buying Calvin Phillips? It's, it's worth two foreign players. Every English player. That's the reason is worth why they have Scott Carson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On a third the choice. Guy, the guy's forty-five. If you're an English goalkeeper, you could get a third-choice job absolutely in any club in country. Yeah. <laughs> Live it dream. Yeah. United sign Lee Grant or whatever. Yeah. So it's you know also every English player is worth two foreign players in Premier League. That's the way to look at it. For me though, with Guardiola, it's a case of like longevity and just like having. That relentlessness, just to go again, just to maintain that level. Yeah, I'm not. It's, it's not that he's not successful. I just feel like if he did, if he'd have had to start out like this, probably. Could you imagine if you had to start out to Valencia or even go, you know, Sevilla, Atletico Madrid or something like that? He wouldn't be where he is. Yeah, still be success- relatively successful though. But but then I'd probably yeah. rate him more as manager. But I think because he's just gone Barcelona, Bayern Munich to Man City, he's just inherited good teams and he's had money. So he's not, he's not had to prove himself to an extent because when you have, especially at Man City, when you've got a blank check and you can buy whoever you want, it's hard not to win that league, them cups. And I think like he's at the point where he doesn't improve players; he just buys another. Like I think if you when he had Joe Hart and he said all oh, his distribution was, you could work on that. Like Ange at Celtic has worked on it and he can still play. I mean, he makes mistakes every now and again, but. Yeah, you can't just go. Oh, you're not good enough. I'm going to buy another one. In a but bit. that's 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 where it is. So like Rob was mentioning about uh, like Thomason, like he hasn't got that that ability to do that. He probably he's probably looking at our team going fucking seven seven years a shite. But you know what I mean. I've got to, I've got just to build eleven. But and I'd want he'd want this 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 and that. Where <coughs> Pep can do that. So you've got managers who are probably great managers, great coaches, but haven't got that facility to be able to express themselves and. And put themselves to that next level. Yeah. So they have they have to sort of go, you know, left, right, up, you know, move, move, move sideways, take a sideways step sometimes to try and progress the way that way to, until they ultimately get a good job. You know, Graham Potter is a probably a good example of that. All right, to an extent, he's struggling at Chelsea, but I think he's struggling at Chelsea because one that Ted Ball is just buying anybody and anything that fucking moves, and the fact that any attacking player that no, because it, it, Graham Potter is clearly a great coach. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You know, did it in Sweden with. Ostrich, whatever, yeah. and then Brighton they massively overachieve. You know, punch like the manager they've got now, the replacement was doing obviously brilliant again. But give him, give him a year when he gets his own team, it might change. Yeah, but that for Potter, I think that's what's gone wrong with Brendan Rodgers this year at Leicester because you look at that team, it's probably close to the team that he inherited. Still got Jamie Vardy and Nacho up front. I think if you give him like, well, did million, not sign Nacho. I think he did. They're not on loan from Chelsea when he first got there. City. He's come from City. City, isn't he? Yeah. He, uh, looks, he looks like a Chelsea striker. <laughs> <he? laughs> um, right. Quiz first, Sheffield United first. Quiz to end. Yeah. Right. Sheffield United Sunday. Big Here day. we go. I'm sweating. <laughs> Already. Palms are sweating. What team are you going with? 
Well, I think. Well, Purse plays it now. Yeah, per, I think your back line picks itself. I think you, you're going rank Costello, you're going Carter, you're going high M. Does Britain not come back in? No. I, no. Costello in midfield? For me, Britain goes right back, Costello goes right wing where Thomas plays. Just because where the overlapping centre backs, he can double up with Britain coming back the way. And he still gives it you going forward. That's. My, 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 my biggest concern on Sunday is Tyler Morton. What, what is that he's going to do some stupid? Like he's just, he's, I just don't think he's going to do something. It's inevitable. You know what I mean? I mean, all right, you could argue, you know, he, he threaded that pass last night to, to, get, to Gallagher and he got that assist. But, <laughs> but I mean, it were a basic pass. But other than that, he had a bad game. It weren't, it weren't brilliant. And I just think... Game's passing by, I don't Yeah, I, I don't think he... He's <laughs> in... Isn't, isn't, He's in centre of the field, he sticks out like a sore thumb. So when he does, and I think he's, he's such a confidence player that once he does one or two bad passes, we're already on his back because he's shot and his head's gone. <laughs> his head's gone at that point, and yeah. I think he's struggling. And then it's an uphill battle for him then. I wouldn't be surprised to see a change in the field. It might be a shock of like an Adam Wharton plays Sunday. I, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if that's if he goes in there. Or he does play around Costello in the middle, something, yeah. something like that. Because you see Garrett coming in just because Garrett, of how yeah. physical they are in the mid- middle. Ollie Norwood's a little. Ollie Norwood's a little. But then your argument is then he's going to go. You're going to go. Well, Travis is definitely going to get bolts. Garrett's going to get bolts. Then, you, then, mm. then you're shrugging all that, all, all, well, potentially for seventy minutes because they both get bolts early on because they'll just go through them. Yeah. So it's up to referee to manage though, isn't it? Because Norwood and Sandberg are going to go through someone. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think it will be that kind of game. It's going to, you know. It's, what, just because of what's at stake yeah and the clarity and they are that you know emotions are going to run high there's going to be tackles flying in because he's going to be sent off in the league game it's going to be, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be a very physical game that Basham is yeah. arguably one of the worst footballers I've ever seen he's skinned about eight I of think, us I think, yeah, <laughs> but you just watch him it's like he is how I play football and he's horrendous if he can play professional football I can he's shite and they love him they him down there they think he's a fucking Beckenbauer you know what I mean? They think he's absolutely six foot five. Back him play football, and he's like, he's never gets football. He's laughing. He's horrendous, and he's just like, just milking it. I don't know what's going on. He's like Lee Williamson. Just, just, I don't know how they do it. Some players just get through, but get get through, don't they? Right. I'm, I'm expecting that side of the game on Sunday to like kind of beach the football at times. Really, it's going to be quite slow. It's gonna kind of like you know when you watch England in big knockout games and it feels like a bit of a struggle. Like, it's just it's like, go- I think it's it's gonna be. I feel like it's gonna be like that. It'd be a cagey game. Oh I think. yeah, yeah. Because but they're just gonna pump the ball and just pump it like, like, Ta- like towels everywhere. Like, so like there's just like Tony Pulis S for me. They were just everything was very very take it leather off ball. Very very direct and it'll probably game it, a few well, chances. He's gonna play the same team that played us on on that Sunday. Uh, Saturday he, he will have to make a change and he'll be looking at it again well, well what do we do about it and he'll probably say well they bullied us off the park because I remember I went to Bramall Lane for early in the season and they were just, they just bullied we us off the park yeah. it, was, it was horrendous you know what I mean we, we were just second best to everything and they were just a lot bigger and just overpowered us Yeah. so Travis has to be on his A game on, on, on Sunday has to be I think he's he's paramount to how we're going to play on Sunday he needs to be on it like he were when we played him at home he has to be on it because I think when we played Sheffield United he got a challenge straight away didn't he early on with it by their full back yeah. 
and that just set him up because yeah. he'd love that. The, the worst thing he can do is kick Travis early. He'd on. love yeah. that. Worst he'd thing he'd he been going, get it. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, that, that just so, set the tone so for the game. It's like a license for him, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. He's like, right, oh, we're Thanks playing. That. Right, that's it. <laughs> I'll show you how big a dick and shower is. You know what I mean? We're playing. So, but yeah. Um, 5,800 of us going down. Class, isn't it? It's going to be somebody like that. There's oh. no way. I mean, obviously, we, we all went Leicester, didn't we? I mean, that was yeah. class, wasn't it? Like, Leicester's I'm best away in I've been in. The more I look back, the more I think about it. It was so loud. The way it was bouncing, the way the stand were bouncing were unreal. I yeah. just can't remember a game where we sang for well seventy no, minutes yeah. because it were nervous for the last oh, yeah, like fifteen, yeah. weren't it? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, even at half time, I was saw you at half time and in in concourse, they were still singing. It was like the buzz were unreal. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like it's half time, chill out, have a pie, have a pint, and it was just like singing with sausage roll and class. Oh. <laughs> and I just thought, yeah. I mean, obviously, I've been to some games, but that that will be for me definitely yeah. top five. Well, looking forward to it now. But I think five thousand. Like the nerves are bubbling away, aren't they? It's, it's, it's going to be hard to watch the games on Saturday because it's a Sunday early kickoff. Because yeah. like, there's only one to be fair. There's only one. Quarter it's got like three I mean, o'clock. I don't, where, o'clock. Well, yeah. I don't know where the source done under the hundred tickets from. Have they just took some black like, like things that they have a couple? Yeah, of it's segregation, rows. won't it? Yeah. yeah. I will peel that back a row. Yeah. Because yeah. it'll be the top. When you call into it yesterday, it's like toilets. Toilets. Women's toilets. But ticket. Women's toilets. Cubicle three. There's fifteen of us in here. Steward, check it, Excuse me, this is my seat. <laughs> you sit down, please. <laughs> no, standing up. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm buzzing for it now. Yes, yeah, sorry, so going back to the team, I've just got sidetracked on it big time. Um, uh, it's got to be, I think Dawn has to play just because of the energy. <coughs> um, obviously, Sober Thomas is cup time, isn't he? Um, so Gallagher, Smoddix. Are you putting Broughton? Where, where are you putting Dawn? Are you going to put him on? on? Right, but Hedges come in. Played well last two games, come he on has, and gets the winning goal. And I, I know he scored, but he's another player who'd sooner pass it than shoot. I know he's yeah. obviously scored, but you well, watch. We're all like that last night. But, but like last night, there was a chance where I think he cut in, you're thinking, it's on your left foot, yeah, pull it, it, and he passed it. And like, he passed it to Costello, who were a yard away, and he weren't facing goal. And I was like, like, he could not be in a better well, position than start, just Smash the fucking ball. Start Hedges, and if the game's like a bit tight, maybe like 65 70, bring Dollar on to that. Yeah. It's harsh yeah. on Dolan though, isn't it? It is harsh, but I think with the overlapping fullbacks and overlapping centre backs, you can understand not starting Dolan, but I mean I don't know, I feel like <laughs> just just thinking right now, like you just oh, I feel sick. It's... I don't I won't like to be Thomas and picking no, two. No, but... Obviously is that's the only place he probably has a conundrum in it, is up front. Yeah. Then that forward free. Yeah. Because the rest he hasn't got much leeway. Let me feel alright, you could probably Pick two or three alongside Travis, but it's only that one position. Yeah, you know, so, but, I, 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 I do think he like there'll be a shock and like Adam Water might play. Well, he tries to do that in big games, like starting Clinton Moore. Oh, that was horrendous, wasn't it? But, but, mm-hmm. but I think Adam Morton's probably better than Morton. Like you've got a, a lad who's or from our academy or a player who knows what it means. Why is a Blackburn lad? Why would you not play him? Yeah. Why would you not want to develop him? The similar ages as Morton. Like I get it now. Obviously, it talks about that. But obviously, it's, there's definitely obviously a clause. But uh, after January, he's clearly gone. Well, you can't fucking give me Lewis O'Brien. He's out the fucking team. Bobbins. I think. I think the clause there must have been around thirty appearances because he got to that state. He got to thirty appearances and he just he was just gone. Yeah. So it must have been something to do with that. So so like now you, you can see that, but 
Take no away, I thought the first half against Leicester, Morton, were brilliant. Well, yeah. he had a good game. But he, he gave that ball away once straight after the second, second half. half. And, and he's just went. Yeah, yeah. He's had a go off his shoulders. Yeah. You could see it, and I'm going, take him off. And he, I do feel like off. sometimes JDT is slow yeah. to react. And that's probably one negative I have with JDT. I think sometimes like waking up, we're on the stand, and you're thinking, you can see it coming. He's yeah. shiting, he's struggling, he's struggling. You know what I mean? Just take him off. They're having yeah. a bad game. And I just feel like he's. He's probably trying to put a bit of trust and say, look, he might be saying to him, look, 10 more minutes, yeah, you know, let's run off. Yeah. But I feel like Morton's such a confidence player that, yeah. you know, someone like Adam Wharton, it they won't prep for him. They won't be prepping for him to be in that middle yeah. of the park. That's what I think, like, they'll be doing their analysis and then he might just throw in a change. Just like, throw him in and, yeah. and they're going to go all over the park. We don't even know who this lad is. Yeah. And it, because he's, he's quite unorthodox. Well, who's going to mark him at corners? He's five foot eight, six, <laughs> six stone lad. No, but he's quite unorthodox and he wants to play forward, which if you're going to have Brereton and Dolan yeah. on the wings, it suits us. I don't want to, um, I don't want to do, or, well, I don't want to ask for predictions, but to get to Wembley, how good would that be? Oh, it'd be it'd mean, mean everything. Yeah. Like, I know we've still got a chance of promotion and like the playoffs is a big goal for us this season but I mean, we, how many, we've been close a lot of times and we've still not been to New Wembley and I just feel like we're not going to get a chance as good as this for a long time yeah. I don't think uh, for me I think with how bad we've been in the FA in the, in the Cups like the last six, seven years as well like to just it's like come out the blue as well and to be at a quarter final against another championship team I just don't think you get a better opportunity just to go down there and like walk up Wembley away and just, just to watch Rovers there I mean what, what I don't know what allocation we'll get you know but for, when, for 70 yeah. I think it's like 30 30 plus yeah, yeah. And, well I think we'll sell it out I don't think it'll be a question if we sell no. it out um, I think it'll be brilliant I think like if we'd not if we'd already been to Wembley I'd be saying, I want to ask, get us playoffs. Yeah. I want to get, to, want to get back to Prem. But it's just that been, one day, yeah. But like, it's not even that, it's like League Cup, you've got, but FA Cup, it's the cup in it. That's the cup. You, if you're going to win any cup, yeah. it's but the I, FA Cup. As, as, do, do you not think because we're now five points into the playoffs, we're almost more, more focused on the FA Cup because we almost look like to get playoffs anyway? Well, yeah, I think it helps that we've, yeah. got, we've got an international break coming up so he doesn't have to worry about Resting players, yeah, yeah. you haven't got to play. We haven't got a game midweek. Where what what happens now? Obviously, oh, tempting fit again if we do win, and we get to FA Cup final. That, that midweek we play Burnley, which is a massive game. But to me, it's irrelevant if we're going to get to FA Cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to play Brighton or something like that. Because you know I mean? then you've got a chance of going well, kill we've got to final here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's good. It's calm down, Dad. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just feel like that will have a different edge because it depends on where we are in the league. Come then. Yeah. So how we're going to play in that FA Cup but I feel like we get there it's irrelevant we can go get there and go get to 5-0 and be like well we've had a day out at Wembley yeah. and it's I mean I, I, no, no I, don't, I don't want to see us to lose you know 5-0 but I've no expectations for Sunday give me a goal to celebrate a meaningful goal to celebrate 6,000 wasn't it away ended like FA Cup quarter final it's like when we went to Anfield that time 6,000 was there <laughs> yeah it, if we'd have just scored a goal the, the that moment like no one will take that moment away from you. That's like I, we went two 0 up at Leicester. Oh yeah, it's like, euphoric in it. it yeah, even like, though it's just beating Leicester in the FA Cup, even if we get beat on Sunday, it means nothing. But for that moment, it meant everything. Like you yeah, just... and now in the car, I think there were two lads. I think one were fourteen, one were thirteen. 
<laughs> and I said to him, I said, you'll remember this for the rest of your life like that. Listen to our radio and car park. No, but I said like, I said, like, like that's like massive. Do you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. I did that to everything with our kids, do you know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. we, it's like we, we were spoiled as a kid. When we played Chef Wednesday in the League Cup semi-final, I, I look back on them times, I think, I didn't enjoy it because I thought I thought this would happen forever. I thought yeah, we'd always be yeah. going to finals yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and like, class, yeah. You know what I mean? I just think like now, what I'd give to be four-two up in a semi-final, like guaranteed to go to the finals. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, like <laughs> let's just enjoy it. Let's everyone enjoy I, it. And I, that I mean, obviously, like we talked about Leicester class. I feel Sunday. I mean, that atmosphere, and especially if we, you know. It, let's just get in. It, let's just get in early. Let's cheer the warm up. Every yeah. shot that goes in, what like, celebrate like it's a <laughs> yeah, goal. Shoes, get the other straight up at Tech cover. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it'll be it'll be brilliant, and I think it's just massive for the club, isn't it? I just want to go to bed and wake up soon. Oh, <laughs> <just, laughs> right, quiz time. Yeah, yeah, been flying here. Um, Right, you know how the quiz works, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, did you win last time? No, I think he beat me. Ah, okay, so some dodgy questions. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, I think I went first last time, so I'll go second this time. Right, Lewis one ten. This is a belter of a quiz, apparently. Yeah. So good in this week. <laughs> if I know the answer, right, Lewis, what, <laughs> what colour are you, Lewis? What colour do you want to be? Blue or red? Blue. Right. Dan, you're red. Right, okay, what question? One or ten? One, two, ten. <laughs> um. Let's go number 10. Which company sponsored the FA Cup the last time he reached the semi-final stage? Wow, this good question that. <laughs> so, 2007, Budweiser. Nope. 2005, 2006, it would have been... Wasn't that, it wasn't that year. Oh, the quote, oh, Liverpool. No. What did you just say? FA Cup semi-final stage. Well, last time Rovers did. Yeah. So 2003, 2004. 2005. Mm. Or six or seven at Old Trafford. Oh, yeah. It's Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. Oh, so, Chelsea. Well, yeah, I mean, you've guessed Budweiser. Budweiser, go on, who you think it is. Fire Rose. Oh, guess, like. Empower. No, Eon. Oh, that's Eon, a yeah. The options were. Some kind of red company. The red company. The red company. You're right, Mike. Um, the options were Budweiser, Axe, Eon, and McDonald's. Um, right, Dan. Any part from ten? Uh, six. You'll, you'll know this one. In the Chef United song "Greasy Chip Butty," fans sing about a gallon of Magnet. But what type of alcohol is Magnet? Bitter. Correct. Bitter. Two points for Dan. Right, Lewis, any apart from six? Three. Fulham have only won one of their last 25 visits to Man United, a 3-1 victory in 2003. But which former Rover was the manager of the Whites that afternoon? Oh, I know it. It's not your question. I know. Options, please. Options? Yeah. Was it A, Roy Hodgson, B, Chris Coleman... C, Nicky Reed or D, Mickey Adams? Go again. A, Roy Hodgson. B, Chris Coleman. C, Nicky Reed or D, Mickey Adams? What's the question again? <laughs> <laughs> Are you joking? Which, um, which former Rover? Which former Rover was the manager of the Whites that right, afternoon? Yeah, no, no. Mickey Reed? No. 
Steve Do you Coleman. know him? Rick Coleman. Who? Coleman. Chris Coleman, yeah. yeah. Right, Lewis is here, but there is a bonus question. Which former Rovers manager was assistant manager at Fulham that day? God. Former Rovers manager. For a bonus point, try and claw your way back in. That's call time. <laughs> I don't know. Is it about Henny Baker? Guess what? Guess one of the managers. <laughs> uh, the most random manager you can think of. Um, can I can I have that? I guess. I don't know. Um, Roy Hodgson. No. Brian Kidd. No. Oh. Steve Keane. Steve Keane. Is it? Bones wow. assistant manager. I watched the. I was doing like the quiz. And I watched the video, of the highlights. I saw him on bench. Like, what are you doing there? <laughs> um, Smash TV up. <laughs> right, Dan. Any apart from three, six, or ten? Uh, seven. What is the final word of the song "We Are the Champions" by Queen? Uh, options. Probably it, should know it really. We'll just sing it. I know. But go on. A world, B losers, C champions, D friend. The final word of the song. Yeah, the last word sung in the song. Sing it. Uh, sorry, so that so that option you get. I can't think. I had <laughs> completely. Robert's <laughs> Michael. What is the final word of the song? We are the champions by Queen. A world, B losers. C champions or D friend. World. Is it? No. What is it? Champions. It is. It is champions. So I thought it was like we are the champions of the world it's at the like, end. Is it called the Mandela effect? Mandela effect, yeah. 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 And it, like it, it, it just ends. He always sings of the world, like in when it's live. Yeah. In the actual. All right. I'll see if he's looking at my live head. That's what I'm um, right, Lewis. One, two, four, five, eight, or nine. Question, I've been listening to Number it. Went FA Cup. What <laughs> <laughs> favourites, mix? God. <laughs> eight. Eight. Which country will be represented the most <laughs> in the Champions League quarterfinals this year? <laughs> Told you it was a good quiz. Options. What do you mean options? Options. A England, B Spain, C Germany, D Italy. What other countries are going to be? <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> right, well, England got two, aren't they? Um, Is that your answer? <laughs> <laughs> Can't be Spain. Is it England? It's not. It's Italy with three. Inter, AC and Napoli. <laughs> right, Dan. Nine, five, four, two, one. What? Since the first round, no team has scored more goals than Grimsby Town. But which other team is level with them with 15 goals? Uh, options, please. 
What do you mean? <laughs> A. Brighton and Hove Albion. B. Man United. C. Wrexham. Or D. Sheffield United. I'm trying to think of, of teams who've played. Wrexham are going to have played a lot of games, aren't they? So have round one, round two, round three. They get to round four and they had a replay. It was two, two, was it? Rex is yeah. correct. Fifteen. One point for you, Dancy three nil up. Right, Lewis, two, four, five, or nine. Two. Since the Premier League's inception, so in ninety two, ninety three, yeah. only one team has made five consecutive FA Cup semi finals. A record that City could match this weekend by beating Burnley. Who was that Jesus team? Christ. Two teams. Just getting the right team. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet, is it's, 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 it's one of these what, what, fours. What's the score at the minute? 3 0 to Dan. Right, so I've got to go for straight answer, really, yeah. haven't I? Think about it. Think like a successful FA Cup team in recent years. Well, the most successful FA Cup team are Arsenal, but I don't know whether it is Arsenal or not. United. Arsenal. Yeah. It was Arsenal. Going on. <laughs> right, Dan, four, five, or nine? Uh, let's go five. <coughs> Please. Last night's beautiful back heel was only Sam's second assist of the season. Who was the other against? No idea. No idea. Uh, Nobody play them. I know it. Options: A. Preston North End, B. Borough, C. Rotherham, or D. West Bromwich Albion. So I thought it was. Who scored against Preston? That did. It fell to him. It fell to him. I'm sure it was just a scramble. Trying to drop game in your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, uh, are, we, are, we counting, are, we, are we counting... Um, Flicking it onto Lennon's heel. Lennon's does that count? <laughs> um, and then who's the other two? Rotherham West, or West Bromwich Albion? Rotherham. Sam Smollett scored, didn't he? Rotherham. West Bromwich Albion. Oh, fuck it. He touched it down for Diaz to smash from like 25 yards. Oh, wasn't going to assist, he just controlled it for him. Well, it's Leicester. Oh, yeah. Oh. I can't have been in it. Oh, is this for Smodic's goal? Yeah. It's an assist. Smodic kicked it off about six <laughs> centre-backs before he no. got in. No, listen, Sam's not having that. Listen, um, corruption at its finest. Right, still still 3 0. Well, Lewis can't come back now, but do you want 4 or 9? 4. Who did Sheffield United beat in the quarter-final of the FA Cup to send them to Wembley to face eventual runners-up Hull City? That's a tough question. I remember watching, I remember, I remember watching that semi-final. Did they lose four ones? Did they got Paget off Hull. Who did? Sheffield United, didn't they? Yeah, they did. 5-3. 5-3. Oh, four, well, they were. Who did they play? 
Connor Cody played up front for Sheffield United. Also beat McLeod, didn't they? Beat all. Aaron Ramsey scored. Yeah, 3 2. Just 1 0, weren't it? Did Hunt not go out 2 0? So. Can't remember. Um, I just remember Ramsey's half volley for the bottom. Yeah. <coughs> Options. A. Millwall, B. Crystal Palace, C. Charlton Athletic, or D. Sheffield Wednesday? Millwall. Charlton Athletic. Wow, I did not know that. Sheffield United were only one at the time, Charlton were in Championship. Right, Dan, you're 3 0 up with your last yeah. question to go anywhere. So, JDT once scored the winning goal in a UEFA Cup final. But which former Rover missed out on the final due to suspension? We've not done what a quiz. team was it for? Can you give me that? Can you what, what team JDT scored for? No. Do we tell your answer now? No, but what I want to say, well, I'm going to ask for the options. I'm, I'm not thinking it's final. And if I want to say, it's a Dutch. Who? No, I can't say because then I'm Paul Von Eck. No, no. Um, I want to say Andrew, but I'm not going to say him. Okay. He's not in the options, no. I'm trying to think who else to play for. Who is the final? Our final won the UEFA Cup. Options, please. Is it A, Andre Oyer? <laughs> <laughs> Is it A, Marcus Babel? B, Lorenzo Amoruso? C, Dino Baggio? Or D, Brett Emerton? Baggio. No. Brett Emerton. For who? For Feyenoord. Oh, that game before he signed for us, but he got booked at the semi-final. So Dan runs out 3-0 winner. Yeah, yeah. Clean, clean sheet, clean sheet of <laughs> quiz. Right, so that's us done for another week. Cheers, Dan, for coming on again. So, Attrick Ball next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone enjoy Sunday. We'll try game. to enjoy it. We'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, and we'll be back. Loud and proud. When, when we're sober fancy for win yeah if we lose we'll see you after the international break <laughs> right cheers everyone enjoy the game that's what we get to Wembley <laughs> see you in a bit Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.